You are with Barry Gingell, John Parrish, Matt Doran, Daniel Adams. Dad's back! Yay! Yay! And there's oh. much rejoicing. Did you save the village? Uh, all of them. Sweet! <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any moments where people just looked up at you and were like, what the hell is this? Is Not it really. Godzilla? Not really? No. So disappointing. We're in Tokyo for a lot of it, which has a lot of foreigners in it. Fair. Oh. There's not as much of Tokyo left now that he's gone there. <laughs> so you much ever, for Were you never out in the sticks to scare villagers? We were, but then they were fine. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> you should have tried running around going... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that was Godzilla. Was that your attempt at a Godzilla roar? <laughs> I enjoyed your velociraptor arms. That was quite funny. <laughs> Is that even more like a stuck cat? <laughs> Godzilla is bigger than Dan. <laughs> You're not so, to oh, scale, really? I had to scale down the raw. <laughs> oh, no, makes, no, okay. Perfectly logical. Yeah, yeah no, reassuring no, this. Yeah. I, I like that. That makes sense. Godzilla's noise, scale down. But we're sure. from, we're back with our regular four. Yeah. And thank you to Sam for stepping in last time and for falling asleep. Yeah, the bits you <laughs> stayed awake for were really good. Good work, Sam. Solid and content. for us having pretty much our lowest ever listener <laughs> downloads. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm sure not... if it was on video and they saw a video of a guinea pig teabagging Sam, it would have been better. <laughs> I still think the episode should be called should have been called a furry face hugger, but whatever. But still, prude. So we shall start with our regular hobby update. Yeah. What's everyone up to? Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah, you, well, can. you look to me. Um, cool. Or I've done. What have I done? I did some more work on my uh, villagers slash revelers for my brewers team. Yep. So I've got ten of them painted up, and then I gave them a uh, a varnish to protect them because they're going to be rolling around a little bit in the in the case, and they've gone a bit too shiny. So I'm going to put a matte varnish over the top. Yeah. But I've got ten of them finished, so I just need to do esters and quaff the Oktoberfest editions, and then they'll all be ready. I've ordered some other bits and pieces, some tables and a bar and stuff, and I might make like a proper little. Display board for them. I'm excited to see. I don't it. know how much, huh? Dugout. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, basically like that. I like that. I don't know how yeah, much effort I'm going to put into it, and I don't know how it's going to look, but we'll see. Can it's you cool. please either put lots or hardly any? Well, so did you I don't see, wanna, did I don't you see want... the Mort's thing that won yeah. SteamCon? Yeah, it will, it will not be anywhere like that. It will be on the hardly any end of that scale. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. I either want it to be it. up on that level. Or lollipop sticks. <laughs> just a couple of open beer cans. <laughs> All or nothing. Oh, I'll have a think about it. It's just I don't know how to how to put it together. I don't know how to make it look good. Um, I haven't got really any modelling experience on in that kind of intensity level of like dioramas. Rule of um, cool. Yeah, we'll give it a go. I don't think I've really done anything else, uh, hobby-wise. No, I think that's about it for me. Well, we, we went to Salute. We should say that's a joint hobby. Oh, yeah. There's loads of stuff. There was stuff going on there, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay. It's like we- a pilgrimage. Yeah. Nerd so, mecca. That was strong. So what, what? about you? I'm still painting the Iron Circle. <laughs> um, got to the stage now where it's on its base. I've started to basically use it now to test all the other stuff I've bought from Salutes before. Mm. <laughs> Which is, yeah. So I'm going through doing a bit of snow technique, some of that AK interactive stuff we picked up, mm-hmm. the engine oil stuff, the rust. Having loads of fun with it and hopefully being able to use that on models going forward. I have also got the rat catchers ready to send off to a painter nice. just because I want to test out one of my mates and see how he does with them That's I'm, sure, cool. I'm sure they'll be good um, and after playing a game with them I found them really fun Yeah, which is 
unlike me. I'm looking forward to trying them. They're not my sort of team at all, but they just the models are so nice and their stuff is a bit bonkers. I really want to try them. Yeah, they got some funny jank going on. Mm. The only thing I do need to do actually before we go to uh, Vengeance, I do need to paint Harriet. Yes, and I think it's probably oh, so worth. She is in the ten. It's definitely the ten. <laughs> She's situational. I mean, after what you did to Locus at fucking Masters. Yeah. Yep. It's better Should than be painting. No problem. Yeah, better than painting her on the day. But um, the other one I might paint up is Vet Velocity. I've had some ideas. Oh really? Ooh. Yeah. Intriguing. Because weirdly, when I ha- when I've played against engineers that aren't you, I seem when this was Alchemists. So I'm football alchemist. Yeah, I can see that. It seems to be compound Vet Velocity was was always the picks. Yeah, I can see that. So it's interesting. The Australian but double keeper, wasn't it? <laughs> Isn't that their thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Australian nationals last year was double double keeper engineers versus Scarfer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. I do. I mean, I understand why it works. Just in our local meta, there's no point because no one plays that. Nah. Like I, I lose games because I'm a donkey and fuck up the scrum rather than someone outscores me. If that makes sense. But yeah, that's my plan. Um, You're hobbying Baz? So I've hit up about 100 iron hands with the Martian paint. And now I've got to knock them back with silver and make them look nice. That's again. the chameleon paint, yeah. yeah? Yeah, yeah, the Martian green chameleon paint that we bought, I bought Wadget Salute. And yeah. then the other, I mean, I'm working at the minute, but hopefully I will not be working from Wednesday and I can then get back onto blacksmiths and start painting them. Nice. Bought a goal model for my blacksmiths. Yep, your demonic lady. Yeah, which is going to be cool. And. Yes, Salute was just the hobby, really, which was just really nice, walking around, looking at new games, games I'm not familiar with, small companies trying to sell me bits and bobs, talking to those guys, saying, this looks great, that looks great, buying up little extra weird little models that I would never normally get. That was really fun. Yeah, absolutely. Really enjoyed it. That was really good. And purchasing... Well, we'll go into Salute later. Yeah, we're going to talk about okay. well, Salute. Seconds. I don't want to go through all my toys just yet. Okay. I have always been painting Dark Elder. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, Dark Elder. With the chameleon paints. Sweet. They feel like cheating. Yeah, agreed. Okay, you just look so but cool. I guess you haven't hobbied, have you, Dan? Because you've nice. been in Japan. Duck together some models, and that's about it. Ooh! Which one are together? I should take off quite a few models. <laughs> like, uh, no, uh, these were. <laughs> Uh, Kickstarter back to Wargo. They are the Drowned Earth, which is done by ah, I think SFG's yeah. last painter. I can't remember James his name. James Starkine Studios, isn't it? Pa, or was it Yudrasil? I don't know. I can't remember. He hosted the speed painting uh, yeah. SteamCon 2016, didn't he? By the way, the rule set looks like a cross between Guild Ball and Infinity. The models are all like really nice character models. And yeah, I like the look of it. It was it was just something uh, I couldn't. I don't know if he was, I think he was there at Salute. This was, year, but salute last year he like had a uh, large like four by four build like basically all like um, fish tank terrain. Yep, and it looks great. And, you know, oh, I saw. I look forward to giving it a yeah, go. I saw the game; it looked cool. I just yeah. didn't, at that time I couldn't kickstart anything. It's got like monkeys with chain guns. Yeah, and alligators. Dinosaurs. Why is no one mentioning the fact? It's just, you can just have oh, it's that one. Yes, yeah. I did. There's some really it. cool stuff. Yeah, I didn't back it when it came up on Kickstarter because I didn't have the money at the time. I didn't really sing to James Baldwin enough. Believe. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was James. Can't remember his surname. Oh, Dan Hobby. Yeah. Dan Hobby. Oh, and does sometimes. I forgot. I have done a lot more than I thought I did. Actually, I started sticking together some meshes. Oh, cool. So they're half built. Sweet. On the kitchen table, and Angel is undercoating the god tier models for me today. Oh, nice. So Ooh. I'm ready. So it'll be the whole of the. Kebab. There's meat. So we are back from dinner, 
and it is now time for the news. While we were eating our dinner, the God Tier Kickstarter funded. Hooray! Yeah, it finished. Hooray! So, where did we end up? What's Free toys down? for all. We ended up at 344 or something like that. 340,000. We didn't hit the last pounds. stretch goal, but shocker, we all <laughs> got it anyway. Surprise, a fucking prize. Which is good. Yeah, yeah we got it. I'm glad Ninja Elf, dude. Elf Ninja, I'm excited about. Can't wait to see renders for it, though, because I want to see them. I think renders are going to look hot. They're going to look great. You're right, down about the twin flails, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's spicy. Those models look really cool. But it's just another point of what we were saying when we were eating about the followers being fantastic and I do yeah. think I'd not deliberately but just like not skipped over them but I was always looking at the champ and then when I saw him in the cabinet I was like the followers Damn. have got almost as much work like in terms of detail and thing sure as as the the um, champions like the Froglodites they're yeah. such cool little minis I, I, I loved Titus's ones yeah, yes. I think Titus ones are lovely there is one of the uh, Mornblade followers which is literally just a scaled down Mornblade with a broken sword yeah it's great. Mornblade. Joys of computer. Resize. They can do that, right? Zoom in enhance. You can Shrink and crop. You can to a degree. To a degree. Yeah, Russ has got like a slider on his little program mm. that he uses. He's got a slider. It's bigger, fine, smaller cake. Yeah, pretty sure that's exactly how ZBrush yeah. works. Um, I knew that. Russ, tell me if I'm wrong, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. I'm going to get an email. No, we're going to get in. <laughs> well, 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 Russ, you're wrong. <laughs> Rollbearpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Song plug. Um, Shameless plug. Don't give them But So, as far as like news and this goes, we're all very excited. Yeah. yeah. I only backed it for... I only did the chosen level pledge and look at everything you get for that. If you didn't back it, you are quite silly. And I've <laughs> tempered my language there. I like how he's only just popping up with this after we basically cooked coaxed him into doing it in the last him. podcast yeah but mate for 80 quid the amount of models I'm going to get I'm well I'm with that yeah I assume the uh, new Ninja Elf dude is, is for all levels isn't he yeah, yeah. And, and we had the Morrigan before that which I added. Uh, I like the Morrigan is that, they, is that the Lich one that's the Lich lady that looks beautiful if that they had sick. added the Elf Ninja and said right you've got to give us 22 or whatever 24 whatever is money for it Cha-ching. yeah I'd have done it yeah I'd do it straight away but it would have encumbered I mean like anyway. I was all in before there was an all in pledge. If they had literally not added the models for free, I probably would have just bummed money on my pledge until I had everything anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I hear. Well, it was you. the it was the all in pledge that you said that you basically had to downgrade. Yeah, I had to take seventy pounds back. Yeah. I I'd, I'd done the same apart from the, the circles the. The base insert thingies. Yeah, Dan, Dan was part of the problem for it going down there, Barry. You know when you were, you know when you were tilting about the uh, was about it dropping. He was part of the problem, mate. He was seesawing for ages, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like about the two forty to eighty mark. It was going up and down every day. It's like we've unlocked the follower. No, we haven't. We've unlocked. No, we haven't. I'll tell you what. You know, um, is it Galana, the gnome lady? Yes. Her <clears throat> gnome, her little not gnomes, um, crystal golems. They they might be quite nice for some comedian paints as well. Yes. As opposed to making them look crystal-ish or crystal, crystalline. Crystalline, yeah. That's the word. Um, making them look like some kind of like metallic ore could be quite cool. Mm, maybe. I think when it, though the people that are really good at like good high contrast airbrush, mm. like sort of the non-metallic yeah. <clears throat> style, but in I think with colours, like I'd probably I'm probably going to do like a pink one, a blue one, a green one. So oh, I like that. So. It's, you know, like that. I think she's going to be quite bright for and shiny for me. 
Yeah. So I'm going to try and practice that skill on them because I don't have that skill. What I said I, um, in the God tier chat, what I really like is that hope. if you're not a great painter, you can make them look fine. I, but I think the great thing about them is they, they seem to lend themselves very well to having some potentially advanced techniques applied to them. So I think the the not great level painters are going to find them really easy to paint, but the people who are very <laughs> talented can get a lot out of them and he's can make well, them look, look really Mr. impressive. Angel Hernandez, yes. He's, he's, oh no, what was that one? That... Which was oh well, we'll come on to that when we talk we'll about Sonic Chat. But I watched him paint for a while, which was good. Yeah, because he was out there, yeah. And he confused me, which was good. <laughs> um, what? So we've hit that food lull. Cause yeah, we need to get some energy back. Yeah. No, I'm also looking for a picture. There was I saw just before I left the flat coming over today. A angel showed me there was a picture of a guy that had painted uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, the Dragon King. Wraith Madrid. Wraith Madrid. Real Madrid. Yeah, Real Madrid. Um, painted Real Madrid, and it looked. So the brownie blue one. The one no. with the green and oh, sorry, yeah, the greeny gold number. Yes. Yeah. Oh my. And he had blue. Um, yeah. That was. That. Lovely, it was incredible. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Like, I, I actually wanted to plug the person because I thought it was worth checking. It really, out. no, yeah, definitely. Find it definitely yeah. I, I, I saw that in passing and I just looked at that. That was incredible. Yeah, when Angel sends it over, I will shout Would that. That be out. Nicholas Blower, that one. Yeah, that's, that's the one. Nicholas Blower, he well played. Top a hero there. amongst men. That is a absolute beautiful model. Yeah, and um, as, pre- as shown at Salute, we saw quite a few models of Salute. From the smaller companies. Yeah. And when you saw them in the cabinet, you were like... I want all of them. Damn, that looks good. And yeah. then when you saw the unpainted version, you were like, oh. That's, yeah. That's that shit. Was... Yeah. There were some models that I was... I, was, I think I told Joe I was walking around. There were so many models at Salute that I turned around and went, oh, how much is this one? And they'd be like, £45. And I'd be like, okay, that doesn't sound too bad. I'm used to paying that for like a 54 mil scale model or something like that. And then the unpainted one, and you'd go... Well, I'm not yeah, it was weird. Them. I'm <laughs> yeah. not paying that. Then. They, some of the people, do you know? I can't remember the names of them, but it's a bit bad to name and shame. I know there. exactly who you but mean. But the I'm one, the ones with the the glass cabinet ones. Yeah, everything in the glass cabinet looked phenomenal. And then you saw the models outside of the glass cabinet where they had the plain resin, and I was like, it would take me a month of Sundays to prep it the to cast, get it ready. Yeah, the casts were. There was they like, the details like they painted detail. Like it was weird seeing so many. Models made better by paint. Yeah. And then, but yeah. I look at these ones and I'm like, well, they look They look fine, even bare plastic. They look so nice. If you don't want to paint them, just leave them as the bare, colourful plastic. There you go, crack on. Yeah. Out of the box. I still, I'm not sold on Grim Charlotte because I don't like that aesthetic. Yeah. I like, it makes me ill to look at her, which still means. Still makes she, me been, shudder. But that means it's been designed brilliantly. That's what I said. It just, it, it is just really like well it. done. Just, yeah. Yeah. But I'm now having, now we've got like Elf Ninja. I don't know. Like, I was like, pretty set on like who my top three were and what I was going to start off with because I don't I'm not going to try and like optimise this shit I was just no. going to take the three I think I fancy oh Dan's already like well I'm going to optimise it out so I'm, I'm just... optimising mine look at these power gamers they all have to be green <laughs> orc, orc and goblin rattle, rattle bones black jaw and sneaky peep standard I'm um, sent to a tournament near you yeah I think I'm going to go with uh, Half Tusk. I really liked Half Tusk. Yeah, I didn't. Hated it. Not Hated it's too strong. <coughs> Wasn't that bothered. Saw him in the cabinet and was like, damn, that's nice. Um, I'm torn between, I think, about four of them. I've got, obviously, a smaller pool to choose from. But the ones that I really want to play with are um, Half Tusk, Galana, which is the gnome crystal lady, uh, Sneaky Pete, 
and uh, who was the other one? I'm blanking. Oh, I can't remember who the other one I was going to say. Is. I like the new post. Titus. Uh, Wraith, 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 I like Titus. Wraith Marid as well. He looks way too happy yeah. for me. So he... He reminds me of the Terox. shrieking to me. Terox from WoW. Oh, right, yeah, sure. He reminds me of yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, we'll have a conversation. Fuck him. I thought he was just saying Terrorhawks wrong, but then I thought you guys might know what Terrorhawks is. I know of Terrorhawks. I think just because you've mentioned them before, no, that's why I know. I'll, we'll skip it, because I, <clears> I feel old. I think Dino Riders, there was a picture of Dino Riders. Oh, earlier, a piece I of Dino Riders. Right. I'm still yeah. hoping it It was help. like, oh, well, you know these 80s cartoons? And I was like, well, no, that one's Dino Riders. And I think there was uh, Jason the World Warriors. We the well. Warriors. And, and uh, was, it, was it Mask? Mask. There was one just called... Oh, Mask! Mobile Armored Strike Command. There you go. But Command with a K. Yeah, because baller. All of my faves. I do really like the Crystal Monster, though. But I think I want... It sounds stupid, coming from me, but I want everyone to be fitting a theme. I don't think there is a theme for the Crystal Monster yet. I want the fire, I, I want the... Uh, the shale oh, I, and... I love gnomes and halflings. I'm just like, yeah. sad that it's a large gnome <laughs> and halfling, because it kind of takes the point out of a gnome or a halfling. She's a grown gnome. <laughs> but proportioned as such. No, that is a lovely model. I'm, I love it, though. I'm, I'm not that way inclined. The proper well oh, well, I told you what I, th- I think yeah. of it. It's the Dota 2 Crystal Maiden. I want Crystal Maiden, I want Lena, and I want uh, like yeah. then something else to follow. Again, more toys is fine. Lich. Well, we've kind of got Lich. I think Morrigan is great. Ninja Elf is great. She's not Titus. called Morrigan. She's the, the Morrigan. Forgive it's me. a title. The Morrigan. The Morrigan. But the Which I don't like. You don't? If it was called... If she was called Morrigan, I'd like The Morrigan is a very specific like raven-themed god of death. It's fine. It still sounds cool. I quite like that we don't know her name. I think I I, th- I like that she's just referred to by a title. But lost to the mists enough, of time. Every, everyone's different. It's like calling something Osiris when it's definitely not Osiris. But this is in a different uh, universe. So the Morrigan of this in this sphere. Sure, if the Morrigan, if the same model, the Morrigan, was called Osiris in this universe, it'd be silly. Uh, point of order. Uh, why? I, yeah, I disagree. Because it like certain names have a like distinct theme that they just carry with them. Sure. And like if you're if you're looking for a generic fantasy setting with something, say for instance called Osiris, you would expect something that's Egyptian themed that sort of thing. But with the Morrigan, you'd expect something that's Celtish themed, Raven themed. But isn't but we've it got the death nice. theme, is that not enough? When maybe something breaks from that, I don't know. Personally, I, I I'm alright with it, but fair enough. I just, I just like that you're passionate about it. Yeah, it's, I think it's fine to be, yeah, like you say, passionate and and wanted to fit with that specific. She, for the name. on my, I mean, her and Mornblade. See, I should be looking at it more as which class of champ are they? Oh, oh I like. don't fucking know. I'm just going to play the ones I think are the coolest. Rick's going to play the Morrigan and Mornblade, obviously. And because, and Grim Charlotte because they're the undead raising dude. Yeah. I want to play Half Tusk mainly because Half Tusk looks cool and the troglodytes are brilliant. Then you call them Froglodites. Froglodites. They're good. That's they what are I call them troglodytes rather, but they are Froglodites is what I meant because they're froggy. Trogly- They've just released the rules for the the obviously the pre-release the base yeah, the, the rules for Mornblade Titans and Mornblade's rules look hilarious. He's got like one health. <laughs> and he's only worth one point. Whenever <laughs> whenever any other champion dies, he just resurrects. <laughs> I That's like pretty that. cool. 
Yeah, um, when we were talking to Sherwin at uh, at Salute, we learned a bit about um, Real Madrid, Wraith Madrid. We should save that for our Salute roundup. Well, it's specifically a god tier then thing, but I'm, I'm, it's specifically about sort of a bit of fluff about god tier. Okay. Um, and it was what um, the water sprites are, because basically <laughs> Wraith oh, Marid, yeah. he's basically a Pokemon master, because those water sprites are actually little masks that he's clipped on his cape. And when he throws them out, that's when the water sprite appears, and then he can teleport to it, and then he can pick back up the water sprite's mask and clip it back on his belt, and then yeah, that's why it disappears. So, so Pokemon. So he's Pokemon. Absolutely. Like, yeah, absolutely. He just ha- he just he's a water type trainer. That's what it is. Squirtles for days, bro. <laughs> <laughs> John doesn't look impressed. Fine. Sure. I mean, um, could have come up with something different, but it's kind um, of already been done. What, by Pokemon. Yeah, it's okay, very, cool. all right. We we drew a bit of a parallel, but it's not really the that same. That's a tenuous link. At yeah, best. exactly. Okay, <laughs> John's already annoyed at our Pokemon comparison. But so as far as that goes, we're all excited to get the stuff. I we will actually now play it. And, well, like I say, I just said I've just had a picture. My stuff's undercoated. Right, so I will <laughs> ready for it to shatter into a thousand pieces when you try and put it on a board, unless it's pinned to death. I intend to have mine on scenic basis so they would be pinned into cork. Massively. Because I've heard the cork, stories. That, that famous sturdy material. <laughs> well, for purposes of balancing and pins, it'll be... Or buoyancy. Great for buoyancy. Yeah. But in... So to be... Play on the waterboard that he's on. <laughs> to be a dick about it, what do we think? Because like, it's been an odd Kickstarter campaign, I think, in, in terms of... Uh, that, like I've never been in one where it's seesawed so much. Oh, okay. you just not paid attention to it? No, I usually pay yeah. a lot of okay. attention to my Kickstarters. I've got a couple going. I mean, I'm very much on them and checking. I don't know, I just put the money in and like, let it go. <laughs> and I, do you think it was just other Kickstarter? Like when Zombicide, the Space yeah. Zombicide hit, I think it got to Simon, and... the, the Call Me or Not one's always... I, I'm referring to it as Call Me or Not now just because I've said Simon and it made me chuckle internally. Um, Such a great night. But yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm an adult. Uh, the Call Me or Not ones uh, often get a hell of a lot of backing. The, since Zombicide had its first one, whatever new version of it they bring out always mm. gets a shitload of money. And yeah, maybe yeah. it was because they came out at the same time. Um, but no, I think. I don't know. It's, I think it did pretty well. No, it's, it's done fantastic. You yeah. want 30 grand and you get 300. Sure, it's done great. Oh, I chucked an 80, 80 quid. I didn't say so it was much successful. Stuff. I said it was monkeys. odd. It yeah, was just, yeah, like, I'm not familiar with that sort of seesawing. And yeah, that's fair. Really I haven't strange. been in enough Kickstarters for it to really matter to me. I, like I said, I chucked in my 80 quid when you guys pestered me too, and I'm, then I'm just looking like, oh, cool, more free shit. Mm. My mindset now with Kickstarters is just if I'm that keen and I really want something and I want it in advance, it's basically just a discount. Yeah, exactly. But well, this is why I did a when someone's kicking off some, when something's kicking off like the the backing that they have. It's not like Dave's got an idea and he's gone, oi, Jeff, let's make a game. That's how it should be. But so it should be. This is absolutely how but it's with, supposed to with work. this, it's like, oh, if you get in now, four hundred quid for gear, you go, yeah, you know what? There you go. That's it's kind of like a glorified pre-order program nowadays. Yes, which yeah. is which is good and bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. It's got it. its perks. It's got. I mean, for me, it means I save money. So as far as I'm concerned, I don't care. But something I and again that I thought was odd on this one was there was the four things to buy, like the in terms of the champions. Yep, four champs. That's six. I thought it was all of the early access ones were able to buy. Oh yeah, that is six. For some reason, I was like early access was four, just because I'm a moron. No, because the early access was four unless you bumped it. 
that's right, which we did, so it's fine. We did. So there's a sip. Obviously. But I thought it was odd that there wasn't more to buy, more to actually me throw well, money at them. I found that odd as well. As in champions as mm. opposed to yeah. accessories, because there were some accessories. Well, there's the dice and the rings and the mats and stuff, but yeah. There's so many free banners though, didn't we, John? Oh, yeah. So many banners. Don't go Banner, banner, banner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, banner, banner, banner. <laughs> he was getting so wound up. I was banner, gonna... banner, banner. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I was waiting for Barry gone. to talk. <laughs> so, are we... How about you go down? Yeah, I thought it was odd. I thought, like, if you want to make more money, surely don't be so nice to us. Don't give us everything for free. Make Well, that made me think that they had a target in their head they wanted to hit and hit it, therefore yeah. they didn't have to earn it. Anymore. But I think like, if, if the Elf Ninja, if we had had to buy the Elf Ninja, I'd have bought the Elf Ninja. If they hadn't have bought out the all inverted commas all in pledge, and they just left it as the ascended, and every single model that came out was like twenty quid, I would have just been sitting there every update increasing my bid by twenty quid, mm. which was like what I expected. Like, yeah. Without sounding silly, I don't I don't know why I was shocked when it went to the price that it was at, but the price that it was at was lower than why I intended my max buy-in to be. Yeah, I had in my mind, I had no idea why. But I thought they were going to have a buy-in pledge of £300. I have no grounds for it. I have no nothing for it. I just thought in my head, when no one would give me a fucking answer about how much it was, even though (laughs) I asked so many times so politely, it was, what is going to be the maximum pledge? So I purposely was like, well, I'll put 300 quid aside, and hopefully it's that. And I was like, if it's any more, I'll try and work something out later on. And then when they were like, what is it, 210? They were like, yeah. I'd already, I think think mine was different to yours. I think I was only buying in for 240. Yeah. And I had mine set to two forty, and it was like, oh, is it two forty or two ten that it came in? At? The top, well, 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 whatever, whatever the one was, I had to knock about thirty quid off to get it down to the top pledge that I was at, and I was like, this still feels weird. Mm. And I, for the whole of the campaign, as it was going through, I was expecting them to say, and here's this for thirty quid. I yeah, expected, I, was. I expected something, but then I was like, they didn't, and they kept going being like, and this is free, and that is free, and this is free. And this is free. I'm yeah. going. Oh, yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's like being a kid at the sweet shop. Do you want some more? It's like supermarket sweet. All the street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put it in the bag. Put it in the bag. Put it in the bag. And I'm going. Always now five the same champion. You're all right. Yep. Yeah, I thought. I thought it was odd. I'm. I'm really glad I'm in. Can't wait to get the bits. I'm glad I bought it. Uh, really looking forward to, to playing it. I think there's yeah. some hype down at the club now. Well, we've got what a dozen people bought in. I think roughly. I think so. Ten. About ten. It's got to be about ten. Definitely. Ten. And Maria bought in right at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got. I think it's ten in the group chat. I don't know how many of them actually pledged. Pretty much all of us, I think. Either way, it's going to be fun, and I'm looking forward now Pop to seeing how it ends up rules-wise. How we end up with. Yeah, you guys could try out, and then you could know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I've been following the updates and reading the rules. He's been. You haven't played it though, have you? I played it twice. All right, fair enough. You're exempt from this. You too. We are the worst. Pull your fingers out. Jesus. Well, follow his example. I call us the worst. We've literally done what they wanted us to do. Give them all the money. But we've not fed back with our amazing straps. Yeah, I mean, part of it was, you know, try out our models. You know, what works, what doesn't work, what's too good, what's not good enough, and what do these mechanics work. Feed that back so they can improve the game. All I'm going to say is... My point to this game, the least you two could do is figure out if it's going to be any good or not. And help make I would like to highlight what Steamforce do with their current feedback. We have a veteran captain sort model. We won't go there again. Insert I mean, a clip from episode two of John saying, I'm going to playtest the hell out of this. And I'm going to feedback every week. And... Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah. Life happened. Yeah. Then I moved. 
and it all went tits up then. It's all excuses. Yeah. There's always a reason. But maybe now, should we move on to the Gubs Tilt of the Week? Oh, where do you want to start? <laughs> Break out your jingle. Gubs Tilt of the Week. It's the debate between the metal and plastic models. Well, Before I, I we think there done was, this... No, I think the, there was basically two different tilts. There, were, oh, okay. there, there was the... What the Americans refer to us as magical Christmas Great Britain. Magical Christmas Britain, yeah. Yeah, yeah magical Christmas Britain. Where someone will say something's overpowered because of insert stupid string of insert activations here. Four string activation yeah. where everything works correctly. Where everything hits and nobody gets interrupted. It's fine because sometimes, once every five games, that will happen and it will feel busted and it will be crazy. I'm sure you've had the time where there'll be vet cat that charges into someone that's knocked down, singled out, and a crowd out. No, not singled out. That's a pineapple. With two but, people being like, stared in aura. Okay, yeah, that was good. And like everything's all going right. All of his teammates are all fucking. I have killed three players in like the activation before. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, it's like so when that happens, you go, "Well, oh, it's quite good," and it is. It is quite good. But the comparisons that are happening on Gubs is name a character within Guild Ball, set up scenario. To make them do good, they do good. Everyone's got it. So there's no point just because a new character came out saying, oh my god, this is busted. Because all of them are busted. If they're hitting a 2-0 model on the floor, charging in for free and getting to do all of their attacks. Congrats. I think the discussion centred around Vet Harriet. Or Harriet, rather. Harriet, yeah. Because I mean, it's and it's. I, I know I know the, um, the main thing isn't so much Harriet herself, it's because Hoist can true rep her. Which is always the issue with any engineer's model is yeah. How I would like to point out though, as the engineer's player, that by true repping it and hitting it off the playbook, it is non-momentous on two. Yeah. So where I'm true repping it, if I'm doing everything else that everyone else is saying, the deletion isn't momentous and costs me one. The tooled up isn't momentous and costs me one. The overclocked is costing me a momentum, and if I'm overclocking hoist with ratchet on a binvice team, I can't generate the momentum from range plays. So, it's quite challenging to set up. Once again, when it does work, happy days, go nuts with it. But no, it was for me, I was just making the point. I just reckon on the last table of a tournament, you're never going to see it come into effect because the opponent's going to know what the fuck you're doing and piss on your day right at the end of it. So, it's not really that much yeah. of an issue. The biggest issue on the gubs, which was the tilt of the week, which I found fucking hilarious, was the metal versus plastic models. And this is what I'm saying. I don't understand why this has become an issue again. I think it was just... I, honestly, weirdly, I think it was just one guy said, "Oh, you know what? You know, I've just picked up the plastic. Nah, I really like him compared to the There was the multiples. No, no, but it, at first it, it was started, just one guy made a com- yeah, made a comment. Just like, oh, I've just picked up a, the plastic box. I actually think I prefer the metal, and it exploded. Two hundred plus comments of a huge, you know, which is better and why I don't like metals, why I don't like plastics. But didn't we have all this months ago when the plastic boxes first came out? I was I was commenting. I think on the I think it was on the Saturday. During the day, uh, during the morning, and my comments were reserved. And then on the Sunday morning, I woke up slightly tippled, huh. still, and opened up my opinion can. <laughs> and I don't think people appreciate it, but fuck them. But John, you're normally so diplomatic and reserved. No, it was it was interesting. <laughs> I like the comparisons that people had, and it was funny to. Funny to hear people's expectations, and then to have the expectations thrown at them, which was like, "But Games Workshop do it well, or Privateer Presses models are good." You go, 
and how you're, big and established are those companies? Well, just like you're just looking at like completely the wrong end of the spectrum. Mm. So people need to just get a grip and get on with it. To be fair to the to the tilt of the week we've we've chosen. Most of it, I thought, was pretty reasonable discussion about why they liked plastic or metal. But there was uh, enough of the plastics are shit because the metal is crap because mm. you bust out your rat catch. I've literally just slit the cellophane oh. and oh, Barry, and taken out the rat catchers Saucy. to have a look. We're gonna do a. Uh, are we gonna do an unboxing? Purely audible. Yeah, yeah, an audio unboxing. An audio unboxing. I am peeling the sellotape. Why are you doing it like that, bro? <laughs> like a what with who now? Because if you're gonna do something like that, who are you gonna copy? Yeah, the enough. master. He is the master of the breathy, whispery description of something that's happening. Confirmed. I mean, at this point, just so Cracking you know, content. This though, we are all watching that. the unboxing. Yeah. So he is holding Scourge. Yeah, in his left hand and now right, rotating it. I've got to say. But around its long longitudinal axis. He is bloody nice. He looks focused, so, listeners. The issue <laughs> now I haven't actually opened my farmers yet. Yeah. Still. Because I don't really Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, my, put, I've moved mine into my farm. Neither have I. But my blacksmith yeah, you have. So are I have. Yeah. <laughs> my blacksmiths obviously I have, because yep. you know. Now with the blacksmiths, I've got the team and I've now got Metal bolt for all bolt. Yep. And rookie ferrite. Yeah. There is no way that those two models aren't clearly better than the plastics, in my opinion, for that team. Yeah. But I, when I look at the rat catchers, it f I could be wrong, but it feels like they are a step up from the blacksmiths, in my opinion. In terms of the fidelity of the models. Yes. And also, like, when I was... A couple of them, when you're painting them, you're like, this is a really nice model to paint. But I think Cinder specifically, I was like, this, I just didn't like that model to paint. It just didn't yeah. seem to work. The face detail wasn't there. In, you know, I didn't like it. I mean, what's interesting is this started out as a tilt of the week and you've turned it into an actual discussion. Well, that's because we're being clever about it <laughs> and actually looking at the models rather than just throwing our rat out the crowd and comparing them to a company of 30 years in the business and blah blah blah. Oh, oh, peeling the tape. <laughs> um, but it <laughs> But I, I mean, I, I just think the only thing I think they fucked up on on the rat catcher's box is by putting white plastic in it because it makes it look cheap. Well, I mean, if you put black yeah, plastic, you're just like, where are my models? Yeah. <laughs> no, I get, I get why they've done it, but I think that the white plastic looks cheap. I also, I didn't until someone pointed out on gloves. I didn't know that my asthma had three hands. Oh yeah, she's got arms. the tiny little. Like, like, take my straw hand exactly. Like, watch the penny. The penny's coming through. <laughs> what the fuck is? Have that? you not scary seen movie? Scary movie. Oh, my gems. <laughs> God, we can't stop calling scary movie. We're gonna have so many people complaining at us for the sort of ridiculous shit. So we are, we are all now looking at right. Piper's got a bendy flute. Yeah, my only worry with things like that is that they catch on something and yeah, all Piper's much nicer than normal Piper anyway. So I love normal Piper's pose. I would like to say that Plastic Skulk, not Metal Skulk, Plastic Skulk, is one of my favourite all-time Gilbert models. Yeah? Absolutely unquestionable. Yeah. I'm not sure, like, I think he's in top three. I'm not quite sure who my other like, top two are, but he's up there. There's something that, like that pose, I love it. The Come. model is lovely. It looks clean. It looks crisp. 
just me looking at it now, there's no like mold line jumping out at me that I'm going to go. Well, I can't fix that. That's good. I mean, there's the only mold line I've seen which really pissed me off was the one along the top of Bolt's head. Yes, that goes like from like a, like from one ear across the top of his head and touches the other ear. And it's across like textured hair, so you can't remove it, or you remove all the texture. Yeah, I did, and I had to try and retexture. It's so annoying. But then I was headphones. <laughs> yeah, Beats by Bolt. I, it does. Yeah, make him sell out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. I do think. I mean, I could be wrong, and these are exact. Oh, just there's a bit of mold line on the old um, on Scourge's chest, but there has to be a mold line because it's a that's model. How models are made. Yeah, I would point out that Prodos. Who I'm okay with now because they gave me stuff <laughs> for my Kickstarter debacle. Their 3D printing model. Yeah, they've got their unicast models, so the whole thing looks amazing yeah. and is just one lump and is lovely. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, but evident, I the cost of that, like one model, is the same as a team. Well, yeah, bollocks to that. Well, that's the thing. Like, even the though these are being though. pumped up in cost from the, maybe that. Is part of what the price increase was. Maybe they did some work improving the um, the right one? No. The, uh, the casting, or I, I don't know. But maybe there was a little bit more effort put into that, and that's why they look a bit better to you. I mean, I'm looking. I'm seeing these mold lines, and it's like, yeah, I can clean these up. It's not a problem. Maybe based, the pricing was just based on that they hadn't done any of that yet. That's, yeah, that's what. I, that could be part of it. As well. I'm not complaining about the pricing. People moaning about like mold lines and stuff. Metal models have mold lines. It's called molding. Yes, they yeah. do. So. It's very, you know, it's very few and far between that you're going to get a model that doesn't need a little bit of tidy up. Yeah, and the other fellow, I can't remember um, who it was. They were talking about weighting models down. Just oh, buy yeah. some washers. Yeah, yeah, that's why I use washers. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a relevant concern, but it's yeah. such an easy fix. I don't really. You can buy 40, 50, and thirty mil washers from any little hardware shop. Yeah, for next to nothing. As, like and the, the people saying about getting them off the base, it's not too hard to get. Them. People were saying that it's easy to clip. I personally, with my blacksmiths, found I couldn't. I clipped off the plastic studs underneath, and they still wouldn't move. So I did have to just uh, use my Black and Decker wizard to grind it out just a little bit, and then they just pop off really mm. easily. And you put them whatever bases you want. Mm. Um, I can't remember what I've told Jordan with mine I've told, I've told him he can have full artistic license and go nuts with them oh that's nice but I these rat catchers I just think are fantastic I really do the sculpts are beautiful the design is beautiful I think Piper is one of my favourite posed models uh, I know you guys prefer the old Piper well I personally prefer that Piper just because I, I, I just love the the character, the story behind the pose. Mm. Such a fluff monkey. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Look at him now. I really love the story behind it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to bend his pipe, steward it uh, a little bit because it's a bit wonky donkey, <laughs> and there's a little bit of flashing on it. That was so furnace. When I got furnace, his the flashing on the swords was quite annoying. There's uh, quite a bit okay. of gubbins going on, on the swords, which I don't think I'd have had on metal. But yeah, it just I can't understand the. The level of vitriol that it generated. Like, like, I would prefer to have metal models and I'd happily pay for them, but these are lovely. I'm, I'm absolutely fine with them. For 45 quid, they're pretty bloody good. So, what is it just people moaning because people like moaning? Probably. Or is it legitimate and I don't see it? I is, mean, there have been times in the past where, let's say, 
a model gets nerfed. Like, maybe slightly too good. It's Don't like say a striker. Minus. Don't say minus. Like, <laughs> two-inch melee, likes cover a lot. And then, like, they do something completely non-consequential to it. And just the community goes absolutely mad. And they don't shut up about it for about three months. <laughs> but, I mean, that's completely unrelated. And it's not the same community. And, you know. <laughs> I think goals wouldn't be the same if we didn't if there wasn't entertainment that there is weekly we need the official with the occasional meltdown like once once a week once every two weeks it doesn't mean you me. need your meltdown because it's funny well i just but, i just want to make sure that steamforged don't take all of those too seriously sometimes there's a legitimate I'm sure point they don't care i really hope not no, they're gonna abandon their plastics and just go back to oh, no, that's exactly. squeak is fantastic model yeah that's really nice. I really like it, but I still wish it had been a like a mongoose or a stoat or yeah. a weasel or something. Something that actually catches a hunt's rat. I do want to know his story. Like he's turned on his own. <laughs> he's a rebel without you, a cause. You always went West Country. He's turned on his own. He's out there hunting out smaller rats. I'm going to say I didn't, but I I'm happy. Was, I will listen when back you said later. he's turned on his own, it sounded to me like you were going almost West Country. Damn, because I was trying to go for a trailer voice, man. It is a time of war. It is a time of heroes. It, it does it not sound like it's a tiny bit West Country. Oh, I like that. Dan. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but so I don't know. It's, I really want to like join in in the conversation and work it out. But no, there's enough bloody comments on it. Two hundred thirty-nine. <laughs> all, right, all right, man. <laughs> I checked like about yeah, half a minute ago. Two hundred thirty-nine comments. Two hundred thirty-nine comments. Two hundred thirty-nine comments. I think. As we said, would I prefer and pay more for metal? Yes. But, as we discussed, we've discussed this before, haven't we? The whole idea is moving to a different market. Yeah. Growing the game. Getting more people it, involved. It uh, it attracts it more to people who previously only played board games because yeah. they can just pick that up and play it out of the box. And Especially with the new IPD rules. If if I opened these rat catchers and I went, well, that's, that's rubbish, I'd be on board and I'd be that guy going, this is dumb. But these are lovely models. There is not a problem. That's the thing that I have noticed. If we're not complaining about it on Gubs, it can't be that bad. Are we, are we're we the, the first people we the complain. No, I just know that Barry yeah, likes his shit. opinion. Yeah, I like him own. Yeah, Barry likes his opinion. If he was picking up the morning and be like, this is shit, it would get vocal. <laughs> but I don't think Barry's the sort of person to go to Gubs, though. No, I just go to you lot. Yeah. Or Steve Force directly. Else... Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, have I done that? Yeah, I did that before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a strongly worded email. Yeah, sorry. I, I can't wait to lock them with a strongly worded letter. I can't wait for the day that you were at like SteamCon or something there's a new modern and you just go, uh, I've got a quick question. How many of those pieces of shit have you sold? <laughs> like you did to the guys at Forge World. <laughs> I mean, I think it was pile of shit, but sure. Was, yeah, you're right. It was yeah. how many of those piles of shit have you sold? Yeah. None was the answer. Uh, I literally ducked double and left the shop. I'm just, I'm just standing there creasing. I would have just loved to have seen the guy's face on and just how to not react. He was doing his best. He, he ended up responding in you know very typical tone of the company line, company line way. But it was quite funny to watch him take about ten I, seconds to figure out what the fuck he was going to say. I'll be honest. Just to clarify on that, I wasn't trying to be. Uh, no, you didn't say it aggressively. I, I was just that was just the words that I looked at it, and that's for the words that came to mind. To clarify, this is the Custodes flyer that I was super looking forward to, and then it was two hundred and seventy-five pounds, which is an absolute fucking joke. 
and then we walked around the shop and looked at all the things that are of a comparable size in the Forge Rod range, and nothing comes fucking close to it. A size, cost, value. But they didn't have as many lenses as it has, Barry. Yes, correct, with your bloody 31-odd lenses or whatever. More than that! I'm sure the other ones weren't as integral to the list. (laughs) (sighs) Fucking assault vehicle. Anyway, we're anyway, straying off Gilborn. People are going to complain. I think the point to know with 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 your flyers, you could buy five boxes of plastic models. Uh, you could buy more than that. It was two hundred and seventy-five quid, wasn't it? Two seventy-five. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm five just thinking they're fifty quid each. Five and a half, yeah. Fine, they're forty-five quid. You could buy five and all their dice. Mm. But incidentally, the Ratcatcher's dice, I think, are one of my favourites. Yes, I, I like really them. like them. I really. I nice. thought they were just plain black when I saw the images, just like plain black with the with the green. But they're actually like a ghosty marbled black with with the bright green. That's really, really nice. And the first wasn't it when we played the other day? Your first roll was a couple of oh, sixes. Of I went. Five, I went to kick. Five, I, think I went four. to kick something, and it was like oh six five five. I was like, well, he's gonna fucking. Stay. I wasn't happy. And then I went to roll my next attack with Graves, and I was like, fine, knock down bleed. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. So you played them. How did you actually find them? Yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed them. Be great if my opponent didn't wrap fives. Yeah, that was funny. Five dice, all five ups. Someone's been taking notes when they watch me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dan's are gonna be like, I, I, feel, I feel for you, Mo. It was it was horrendous, but it was really good fun. Um, it's really interesting. It's trying to make the team work. I mean, it's it's learning a new team, isn't it? It's just. I, the difference for me compared to engineers is I like the amount of two-inch models that they can represent. Mm. Mainly because Colossus is nice and all, but three. Uh-huh. Only got the three, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, three, three two-inch models. I'm just thinking Scourge, of which... Skulk and V Graves. Yeah, and my yeah, Miasma. Miasma's two inches well, actually. Yeah, I forgot. Oh yes, yes, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, remember she came on from off the side of the pitch and killed two of my players. Almost did it exactly how I would have done it, but you're right, you're always slightly more efficient, but that was a bloody glorious activation. Might have like a charging and killing someone on the floor, then the wing back and then racklisming out. Racklisming someone else. Five influence yeah. off the board, mate. Taking taking out a one health anvil. That was yeah. <laughs> what had you been doing to let Anvil get to that position? The disease was he diseased and poisoned and He was diseased. Could never clear it. Sledge was poisoned. This is what happens when you don't play Burnish. No, this is what don't, happens don't when stop. he plays a team where he doesn't no, generate enough I really, momentum. I really enjoyed the radicalism because it felt like when I blasted out someone and they accidentally leave two models near each other and I get to cheeky two damage onto them. When I get to cheeky three damage onto them, disease them. It feels really good. It wasn't good. <laughs> I was, was in trouble. He was bombarding Barry's back. And then you look so. at them and go, oh, I've got no momentum this turn. Next time my just runs into the fucking middle of them and just goes... Take your pick! This is precisely why you play Burnish. Yeah. Take your pick! Where they're like, I'm going to do two templates to you and you're diseased, and you're like, I'm going to do two templates to you, you're diseased, and on fire, and I'm just on fire. But I don't know if Burnish is making my 10 anymore. This is the problem. Well, this is what I was talking to Dan as well. Like, But I think it's not the end of the world if you don't take him because he's you know the one you just want for that matchup. Because obviously there's plenty of reasons to take Burnish, but if you think yeah. you're going to be playing... I think Smith's into rats, and so advantage to Smith's anyway, you don't need Burnish. It, yeah, it did... So, yeah, the because the entire though. rats team is like tank five. Yeah, disarm was real. Not even disarm, just like uh, okay, furnace is in cover. What are you gonna? No, do? Yeah, but once it was disarmed, it was like yeah, cheating. Should have taken that disarm on that weak point for that counter attack. You silly bastard. 
It was, it was delivered <laughs> for the gamble in case he missed everything. I was going to get the oh, ball. Yeah. And I love a gamble. But should we go back to the Gubbs deal of the week? Well, no, I, I think we've pretty much covered it. I just, covered it. just wanted to tell people to get a grip and stop moaning. Yeah, good fucking luck, mate. I, I'm interested to know, of the people that are moaning, how experienced they are as uh, modellers. I'd just be interested. Not mm. as a, you should know about nothing like that, but like I'm just interested to know... Stats. How they feel about it. Yeah. It's a valid point. Other people that are more used to actually working, uh, you know, modelling and working with models to, yeah. in terms of converting, painting, cleaning, everything like that. Are they the ones who are actually looking for the metals well, versus plastics? My, my, the, the people I want to hear from is the people that they're now marketing to. So where people are saying, oh, it's not like the Games Workshop models. Say, for example, someone comes out of Games Workshop and decides they're going to pick up Guild Ball, which everyone, all of them should do because it's a great move. They <laughs> drop their Space Marines and then they go and pick up plastic rat catchers. How do they perceive the plastic? That would be my interest. Mm. I mean, that's yeah. not the market shift, though. That's not the market, but... The people that are complaining online... Sure. I would like to know... Yeah, okay, you're right. It's definitely on the market shift. They're looking for the board gamers to pick it up. Yes. Board gamers are going to love it because the models that they've had previously are not as characterful... No, they should be simple. Like simple balance, right? So right. they're going to love it. But the people that I'm interested to in know is the people that come from another game that only enter at the plastic level comparatively to the metal level. Because anyone that's played any of the miniatures games that, well, any of the games I've played previously, you've had the choice of both metal and plastic depending on what you're doing anyway. And I've got no problems with either of their casts. So I've, I've always said how good I think they are in comparison to a lot yeah. of other companies. I'm surprised people are finding faults with them unless they are literally looking for faults to complain about. Mm. Which if they are, get a grip, it, stop complaining. Part of me feels it's just the inherent truth is metal models <coughs> metal models are a bit nicer. I don't really think that's arguable, if I'm honest. I just think that's the truth. I, I agree with you. I've said the metal models you can generally get, there's there's higher fidelity in the cast, it's crisper detail. You can do more um, intricate or outlandish poses because mm. you could do multi-part. Or we can do multi-part plastic, but they want to go single part, yeah. so, which is and, or pre-assembled, rather, I should say. And why are people bitching about is, why aren't they in resin? They're like going to go full on fine cast. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they start to behave yourself, Adams. Um, no, no, yeah, it's fair enough. I personally uh, like metal. It's my favourite uh, material to paint. I find painting a metal model. I don't know why. It's just something about it. The, the, the paint seems to adhere much more nicely to it. Um, but the plastics so far, I, they've been fine. Fine for me. Yeah. I, I think they're lovely. Yeah. yeah. Um. Absolutely fine with it. If they said, Baz, you can pay an extra well, X amount to have a metal, I would. But I ain't going to bitch about these. They're beautiful. Not to talk for it on other people's behalf, but Angel has said that she much prefers painting the plastics. Huh. The plastics take paint better. They are just better for painting. See, I can't she finds agree. that metal models, there'll be so many times where you'll just get something done and then you'll accidentally... But I think it, we come on to this later on with Salute. It's her style of painting. Right. I think that doesn't lend well to if a, for example, small part of the model gets chipped, the way that she paints doesn't lend well to a small part of it being. I don't think it does for anyone, but I don't. My model, I just don't get them chipped. I do a proper undercoat, and it should be fine. I don't. I don't know. But like, there's definitely a couple of the blacksmiths that have, I've been a bit like. I wish that was metal. Bolt noticeably and cinder. Burnish. Oh. He's beautiful. That's a hefty model. Cinder. Don't, I, not cinder. Sorry. Burnish. Absolutely perfect in plastic. Yeah. Anvil, perfect. I just meant for the little lump of metal. He means, yeah, if it was metal, imagine the weight of him. Oh, I see. Boom. Him and Anvil, be like Vet Cat. Well, now, now I want that in metal. Doom. Ferris. Boom. 
Oh, can you imagine? Can't you get 3D prints in metal? I know it sounds stupid, but I'm sure you can do 3D printers that use metal. I know it sounds mad. I'm just, I'm trying so to sure think you can't? I'm pretty sure it's it exclusively. Would, it would make sense, but I was sure I had. I'm say pretty sure you can't. I'm just being polite. Of course you fucking can't. But again, I'm. I didn't think it was a thing, but I was just sure I saw someone say that there are 3D printers that do metal. Then which sounds insane. I apologise. Because I, I don't understand how that works, because, you know, my very simple understanding of how 3D printing works, I can understand how it works with plastic. I can't understand how it would work with mm. metal. Anyway, well, we've done far longer on that than I was expecting us to do of why the silly conversation about metals versus plastics again. So, we well done, us. So, should we... To... Uh-huh. So, we're not going to... Though. No. Should we move on to salute? Sure. Uh, it was good. It's always good fun. I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, Don't get too jealous, Dan. Yeah, I was having an awful time. Do you know what you were doing on the day we were at salute? Uh, Saturday before I came home, I was in Asakusa, which is like a very old part of Tokyo, watching the procession. And we went to an Asno warehouse, which was the dystopian arcade. Oh, that looked cool. Did you go to that Japanese Disney that's not Disney thing? Do you mean the Japanese Disney, or do you mean Sanrio Land? The the thing that you were trying to book that you were trying to describe to me as like a Japanese oh, Disney. Oh, the Ghibli Museum, Disney. yes, we did. Was it good? It was fantastic. Was it the Ghibli Museum? Yes. Ah, nice. It was very much like a tribute to the art form, rather than like... Here by our merch. Which yeah, really that's nice. really good. Like the entire thing was entirely on brand. It was perfect. But... Wow. Well, okay. It's pretty cool. Hmm. So <laughs> salute. <laughs> uh, so while Dan was at the Ghibli, well, not the Ghibli Museum, sorry, at some dystopian arcade, I would first like to say well done, Matthew. Thank you for getting there before us. I was just, I had, I was convinced that the. Um, Exiles were going to be there. It's a month before release. If they were going to do a pre-release, this is it. And if they are going to be here, I'm going to fucking get them. Yeah, I, I didn't think they would be. I was absolutely convinced they weren't going to be there. Until the night before, when they put up the post with, oh, look what fell off the back of the van. Here's a rat catcher's uh, pitch that they had not spoiled previously. It was yeah. like, well, anything's odd right now. Because the, the yeah. post had all this shit they were going to have. And then it was like, and more to see it salute. I was just like, well, you're not putting it up, and you're saying, but there is more. <laughs> In my head, there was only one thing, and I was, I was just like, this has got to be it. It's got to be it. So, and even if it's not, I've still got on the front. I've got my um, Steamforge stuff early. So, so where, where, where you, how far back were you at the front of the queue? I was about 15 people back. So salute, mighty I'm, impressive. For yeah, I, I was very impressed. I ticked so, up early, I, and you, you'll see a difference in the way that Dyson and I approach a morning. I had a banana and a bottle of uh, like Oasis or, or apple juice. In fact, Dyson had three slices of leftover pizza from three I was days about to ago. Guess. It's leftover Domino's. Three days or two days at the very least. That's um, that's not good for you. That's not cricket. No, it's not cricket. I'm not pleased with that. Like when you when you watch him buy into it and then do like the thing that like Crocs do, where they have to sort of shake their head from side that's to side. <laughs> Death rolled the pizza. Basically, death rolled the pizza. <laughs> like tearing chunks off it because it's gone like half that half stale stuff. <laughs> Do you mind if I continue? Sorry, Barry. Praising you. Um, I'll I'll allow it. So <laughs> the show opens, and the very British thing to do would be well, isn't this marvellous? After you, good sir. Let's all walk in. How about bollocks? <laughs> <laughs> Matt's like move. 
Move! I didn't do any of that. He literally did. I did not. I'm making this all up. Yeah. He literally, he literally <laughs> we, did. We were still in the queue. Yeah. <laughs> we were still 300 people back. But neither. But you got in. I was cutting and janking you like got a past motherfucker. Some people turning like they, a house fly. He already posted up on the page and you were like, I've got past people. I was like, yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. So there was a, a, a guy that I don't think I've met before, Steve Long. Um, post a picture on Gubs and like, took a picture of the, the tape at the front of the queue and was like, yeah, I'm at the front. And he's with his kid. <laughs> so already I'm a bastard. And then Dyson and I just turn around, where is he? Oh, there he is. That's who we're being. And then the tape goes and then he starts walking forward and me and Dyson like speed walk, hands in pockets, but walking very purposefully, very fast, feet moving far faster than normal walking pace, raz it right past him. I'm janking from side to side to get through people. <laughs> Um, skittered up to the stand and then just right are they here and it's scared with sort of meerkatting around the stand and then we see a big pile in the corner so Matt bought the the box grabbed the box quickly grabbed the roller ripped ripped it open and he's like hold these and he's like was it in your hand or Dyson's hand I've got it in Dyson's hand it's not even at the Steamforge store no we we stood off the store because to get out of the way because I've been in the queue hashtag first in the queue um, and then we got off the got off the queue and stood uh, under the Wild West Exodus stand That's where right. they had some sta- stage lamps off of it. Because I think it was was it Ed Churchman who said to me that he he heard someone say, "Oh, the doors have been open." He turned around and I was already on the stand. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we stood and I had Dyson sort of tilt, holding the cards, and then he kept tilting them so that the light was catching them. He didn't understand that when I moved his hand to hold them where I wanted them, that's where I wanted the cards, and the light was on. I can them. imagine that being quite stressful. Because <sighs> I was trying I'm to get him. I'm gonna up. I'm gonna. I was gonna get us our exclusive, our first exclusive. <laughs> but to, you pretty much did, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Which yeah, you did, and I'm proud of you. So you posted up for the world to see Honor and Harriet. I busted that gate wide open, man. Just so we're not just the Ramley podcast. We're the Ramley podcast that puts the effort in. That also speed walks on occasion. Yeah. Pushes past small children. <laughs> Dude was in my way. <laughs> <laughs> but I was proud of you, man. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I, I, was, I was impressed. Yeah. I wanted it. Did it help I us get more, enough, more downloads and likes? No, no. but that's not the point. <laughs> you know, talking about the USA, the, the Rambly podcast that also, you know, breaks exclusives. I think it was Ben Harris tweeted us and said, um, was it Ben Harris? He said, uh, he described our podcast as um, largely us just like talking, chatting shit, but occasional tactical insight or something like that. Oh, who was it then replied? Is that the one that ended up like spitting all over his models while painting? Or yes. Like that? Yeah. When Sam fell asleep. <laughs> And he so spent funny. 20 minutes fixing a model because he, yeah. <laughs> he spat paintball over it. Well, sorry, not paintball. If he paints by spitting, then he's doing very well. Yeah. So we got Harriet and we got Honours Card. That we did. We'll talk about them in a bit. Mm-hmm. The other main thing that happened was at midday on Salute, the Navigators got revealed as the next minor guild for yeah, the Fish. Mm-hmm. Nice bit of background. I and we, that. we narrowed it down to three, hadn't we? Saying Fish, Butchers and Union. Yeah. I mean... I don't know how we did that, but we did. And uh, we we just sort of so eliminated the ones we know we've already got, the ones we don't think it is. Didn't think it is and thought it would be late in the day for various reasons. And then we narrowed it down to about three that we thought it was yeah. going to be. So I'm going to say it's going to be Butchers next. But the Navigators. So we tried hard to try and get info. Yeah, if if people could have seen our attempts, we tried hard. they'd be fucking proud. I'd, real nice chat with Jamie Perkins, <laughs> real nice chat with Matt Hart. But, you know, they're too smart for me to beat them so I couldn't get any info other than did you not try using your wiles on them Barry but my, my masculine wiles <laughs> yeah exactly I was all out of wiles oh uh, no wiles he was wildless <laughs> but 
that oh, what we sort of did, I think the bits we did get, and John, correct me if I'm wrong, because you'll remember better than I, it's, because I, I think I was outright saying, are they going to be a 2-2 team now? Like, is that the plan? And I think the, the vibe was kind of yes. Like, they're, it's still, they're still a scorey team, but they're going to do it in a different way. I think it was Mr. Jamie Perkins who said, if you look at how rat catchers are controlling, but they do it in a different way to Mort's. It's the same, yeah. you know, same game, but in slightly different ways, decisions to make. I'm sure he said that Navigators are going to be a scorey team, but they will do this in a different way. Can I wildly speculate? I'd love you to. Oh, I think you should. Please do. Rat catchers, and you compare rat catchers to Mort's. Mort's are very much, I'm imposing my way of controlling on you. Like, so if you look at, like, Tucked and Shut Out, yes. it's, you can't do this or you must do this. Uh, same with, like, Ghast. You can't attack me unless you pay one. Whereas Rat Catch is very much it's your decision. So mm. it's, like, the other side of the coin. Excellent point. Whereas if you look at Fish, they are a three-gold team that is very much, I've used the word, like, burst goals, where you have one model that goes and takes the ball and scores. Like, it's very linear, I want to I, say. I understand what you mean, yeah, yeah. Whereas I'd like to see the Navigators be more of a, more of a, Combo goal scoring team where you've got like people marking targets and because they've got a plot of course. Ooh, oh, he's on. He's he on. He just threw he's some fluff into so his game design. Have the longest threat ranges, like they might be like five, seven moves with six inch kicks, but they've got ways to nickel and dive a little bit of extra movement. You'll forgive the pun, but after that description, I'm at half mast. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> um, so. What I would say is, from Mr. Matt Hart, we got the, the secret squirrel info that these guys actually started as the astronomers. So I joined the conversation after this thing, so I don't remember you. Oh, Did they? Oh, okay. So is this why they initially had... Oh, because they had a sextant, was the initial guild symbol for this. your mother with that mouth? Yes, I do. Guilds <laughs> uh, too. No. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... I don't know, but they just said that's how they actually started in development was the astronomers. Oh, okay. And it moved on to navigators. That's pretty cool. I, I, I have no basis for this. If you say, right, there's a scoring team, they can't have another super scorey captain. It can't be Shark because you just play Shark. But what if it was veteran Shark? Ooh, no. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm calling it the, the captain... Is gonna be a damage dealer captain. What's her name? Wind, sl- Windfinder, I, wasn't it? I don't think so. I don't think so. Fish don't have a support captain yet. Yes, that would be nice. So uh, I believe her name from the background was it Windfinder? Was that her? Was it called? I Fish don't really know. I don't didn't read the background. background. What are you on about? So there was background, John. There was some oh. background written about the about the fluff about the guild. It's two pages. I read it on the day, on and I'm not au fait with it. I can't remember her name. I feel really bad. Sorry, Sherwin. But the the it's written from the perspective of uh, a crew being pursued mm. by the, uh, the is it the broken curse? I think I got confused with ship names and people names. So the ship name it's it's, it's um it's the reborn uh, rage heart, and his his ship he's taking out lots of fish uh, sorry uh, merchant vessels, and you know just raiding them, and so the the navigators guild is being sort of chipped away at, and they're losing lots of their ships so they decide to uh, align themselves with the um, fishermen's guild because it's good for the fishermen and it's also good for them because they get more money out of guild ball that they can use to replace their fleet 
And I think, and it's all from the perspective of the captain of this one navigator ship. And I think she's called like Windfinder or something like that. And there's another guy mentioned whose name escapes me. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake, it's going to wind me up. I'm going to have to reread it. Um, but you, we know the names of two of the members of the team, we think. And, that it's, and at the end of it, they're meeting well, Shark if, and Corsair. I wonder if we, the two names we get, we've been given them first because they're the two. Maybe they're crossover. Crossover. See, I was hoping that because of the way this is written, that the that one of them is the captain. But I don't know. If they're a captain of the ship, doesn't make them captain of the Guild War team. No, I know, but she's the one who's been sent to meet with Shark and Corsair as her guild's representative. Silence was sent to the uh, uh, council with Brisket. That's true. So was Stoker. I'm so quiet when it comes to like fluffing. You really should read the background. It's very good. So we, I mean, we did try to get more info. We don't have more info. Yeah. Uh, But I'm, yeah, I'm gonna say, I don't know. I just got just from the question. It's done now. I can't remember it verbatim, but the questions I was asking, I'm sure it was like the vibe I got was it's two two. Well, yes. No, you are right. I do remember that bit. I don't think so. I think more on the lines of the vibe we were getting about the killing the ball. Oh, so that's so that's if we move on a bit from. No, I think that ties into it because everyone was saying about um, what's the best way to counter fish. Is it someone in cover with close control killing the ball? Mm. So, for example, if I come up against Sharp, do I velocity nimble, put the ball in cover and try and do X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. Or, and that wasn't the way that they wanted Guild to be done. Yes. So that's where, are they going to go away from it? So I like the idea that, um, I think it was you that said this, Dan, about other ways to interact with the ball yeah. that's on a model Harriet, Harriet is like the prime time example of this, and personally, I think decimate is as well because of potentially. Well, no, no, pushing on two and stuff like that. Yeah, that's an interrupt the ball. Though. No, no, but as in, it gets the close control model out of cover. Sure. And then decimate having the if, for example, you put it on because killing the ball on a six zero model in cover is very niche to velocity with, yeah. with that. But for example, there are other people that are potentially like. Name someone else that's charmed this with that becomes a five one in cover. Right. Decimate gets around that with. The anatomical, like there is ways that it get around it. Even if you don't look at it as decimate gets round the close sure. control aspect of it, I think decimate has been given a lot of tools to also deal with this yeah. ball crap thing, right? So Harriet's sucker punch of deal two damage to someone within eight and scatter, and scatter the ball. Yeah. You can tell that they're trying to get away from that. Ooh. So it wouldn't surprise me, if, for example, these people have got like an AOE or something like a whirlpool that. Boom, two damage. They hit two damage on someone. Someone's saying rough seas. <laughs> yeah, but I like it as an AOE. I like it as a... AOCs. Like, splosh. splosh. I want it to be called splosh. <laughs> Powerful. Or plop. <laughs> so it's like, or just plop somehow make two, a splash. Yeah, plop two damage plop. and the ball scatters. Right. Like, plop. It's going to be the next control delete. Hook, line and sinker. Hey. Oh, oh, I like that. But that's... Well, but that's hook, line and sinker, legendary. That's fish, plop. not navigating. But... So Bring the, me reason down the, I, horizon or the reason I say that comes on to season four. Yeah. Well, that's the I was that I didn't mean it. It's the fucking plop. The reason that ties in with season four is because we were trying to get info out of Matt Hart about yeah. season four. Yes. Well, it originated from trying to get more information and try and steer them in a direction for Steamcon, wasn't it? Yes. But I came over very much trying to advocate the nostalgic feel of the first Steamcon where no one knew nothing. We should know no spoilers, and it was very fun opening everything on the day. And then you tied that in with not being there and then saying that might not be the case because of the navigators. Yes. And do carry on. I can't, I think it was basically saying, are 
Navigators going to be released at SteamCon? Because, and are they going to be the poster boys for season four? Because the surely season four will be released at SteamCon because that's what you said. And Matt Hart was like, "Who said that? Why, well, why you, do you think you, that? You did." And I, that's what I think we said, well, I'm pretty, "I thought you did." I thought that was planning. He was like, "I don't remember that. Don't know about that." <laughs> and we were like, "What?" So we still got chatting, and the idea was. Now, he didn't say this, to clarify. He never yeah. went, this is what's happening. But the vibe I think we got was that Season 4 is going to be released before SteamCon with a view to the World Champs being like at SteamCon playing Season 4. So rather than, right, here's the World Champs and we're playing Season 3. Oh, by the way, Season 4's got released. So technically on this day, there's two systems. Yeah. The idea was that Season 4 will be released in time for us to learn it and play it at SteamCon. Dan doesn't look convinced. No, I understand. I'm convinced. I understand why um, I, I like the argument you put along earlier on though of yeah. what's the point in winning a tournament using season three rules and I'm going to play season four because I might be bad at it. There's, there's, it depends yeah. the radical, the, the, how radical the changes are between the two seasons. So obviously we tried to ask how radical the changes would how be. How radical are the changes, Matt? Totally tubular. And... I think we obviously didn't get like this is this and that's that but the main gripe that Matt Hart had with Gilbert currently was he it's an opportunity to reword a few things clean up some language was these sort of buzzwords wasn't it and he also said the translations yeah in all the boxes when you get all of the cards of all the other languages yeah, stuff like that, French, Italian, he was Italian. saying that they don't translate well which is why Squaddy, for example, wasn't introduced. He said right. that he said that was a reason to be put on the card because it was a clearly defined word that translates across all of them as very easy to interpret. Of what yeah, it is. So, the but the the thing we kept coming back to that he kept coming back to was he does not like these grindy games where people just kill the ball. Oh, John, you're going to fucking hate season four. And well, <laughs> fuck you, Jack. We had a conversation about that. So. We got the the impression, didn't we, John, that season four will either have something inherent within its system that tries to prevent that somewhat, or there will be more characters with abilities like Sucker Punch, like a six-inch tackle off Cinder. Plop. (laughs) Like Plop. Like Cast's uh, Shield Glare. More of these abilities. Shield I appreciate that is more work inherently because you have to either redesign old models or design yeah. new models. But I think that is a better way to go because then there, because there are some teams who like, say for instance, the Brewers Fish matchup, predecimate. From what I understand in my limited knowledge of Brewers and Fish, is very reliant on the Brewers killing the ball, and it almost has to be every time on either match or scum. And if they are not able to do that within the rules that matchup becomes very hard. Whereas if then it's... You can still kill the ball, but Fish have got... Sergeant... Plop. Plop. <laughs> Captain Birdseye. Captain Birdseye, who's going to come, he's going to dislodge the ball. But Captain Birdseye's slot but, takes up shark slot, so they don't have the burst goals. Or takes up, say for instance, um, Hag slot, so they've got less maneuvers there. And Captain Birdseye is also a model that has hitboxes and can be killed. Yeah. Then the Brewers player is like, right, I've got to stop Captain Birdseye getting to mash. Yeah. And that gives <laughs> an objective. 
I love Captain Birdseye. I've got to stop Captain Birdseye. Also, a good name for the episode. I'm just saying right now. <laughs> Captain Ploppers. Fuck you and your fish fingers. <laughs> but so I prefer. I appreciate it is more work, but I prefer that angle of it rather than just saying, "Well, if Mash keeps the ball for a turn, you can't generate momentum." Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, because we, we that's we, my worry that they're bringing ball in killing more. is inherent to the way you ball. have to play some of the matches. When, when, yeah, when you were saying this, I then had that conversation with him because when he said grindy, Matt laughed, pointed at me, and said, "Oh, you're gonna fucking hate it." I said, "Well, my killing the ball doesn't come from because I don't want you to have the ball because you will score." It's a lot of the games that I play, I'll go four-one with because I won't score until I can score and win. So. That's not killing the ball to the extent of I'm making you grind it out in the disliking of heat up, what Matt's talking about. If I think I can outscore you whilst doing what I'm doing, there are games where I will score first um, and then try and come back from like that. And then it, then my idea is I make you score, I score, I give you the ball, and then I let you have the ball. Because as far as I'm concerned, if you kill the ball and run off with it, you're letting me have a player up on you in the scrum. So therefore, fine, kill the ball. If you score, I will then kill someone, breach, and we'll win the game. But there's... That element of yeah. it. So mine isn't the the mash in cover, standing next to the person to be a three-two cover, unpredictable move. No, blah, yours blah, is blah, the blah, nibble blah. velocity off on the other side of the pitch. It's kind of the same thing, John. No, just standing behind Colossus. I'm the, the amount of times that I've played people where velocity does have the ball. Yeah, but I'm using her as a crowd out. I'm not killing the ball by sprinting it around the edge of the board. I'm still having her in the middle of my scrum. She's still there as a tool for me to get plus one tack. I would argue that. My velocity is seeing more play whilst having the ball than others do when they're sitting 3-2 in cover or 5-1 in cover or sitting on the edge of the board right near the deployment zone. That's fair enough. I, I personally don't think the way you kill the ball is vastly different to how other people kill the ball. I, uh, and I'm, obviously you're completely entitled to your opinion. I'm just saying I don't think it's that different. At the end of the day, it's still killing the ball. Yeah. I'm waiting to score them. Yeah. The, I, yeah. I do see it as different because yeah, generally if when John's doing that I'm looking at right well, I'm sure there's a shenanigan way of me getting this bloody ball where say when I hey, my... not killing it well <laughs> well but the other thing the is point. if you if you pose a if you pose a someone that they have to roll in a negative way so, instead of having to go on if you look at a nimble velocity in cover where it's going to take me two activations to go and get it then if I do go towards you velocity runs to the next piece of cover and you're playing like kiss chase around the whole fucking board then no <laughs> one's me. no one's going to commit that model to go and do it where if I give you nimble velocity, standing behind Colossus, crowding out someone else, and they're having to roll detrimental two dice to go and try and get the ball off of velocity, you are going to do it when the stars align and you do manage to get your three sixes in a row. Mm, fucking would be do. Then it'll plot my close control and you've got to do it again. So I'm playing the danger game of having the ball in there. If you've got a model like Harriet now, I'm obviously not going to do the same thing. So that's why the game plan will have to change up. Yeah, and I'll, yeah. either, I'll either have to choose to score... Or I can't play this cover game sitting on the corner because otherwise the charge and the eight it makes sense. But I still feel that the having the ball and giving them a, like a, a tough decision to make whether they want to go for the ball or the guy next to stand uh, standing next to velocity is better than the five one guy standing behind the rough ground or the whatever whatever. Like well, when it, I played like, a little while ago now, but it was like tentacles behind Corsair, behind Jack, behind Kraken. I couldn't like you can't get round. There's no way. No, I'd say that's the same as the way that I'm doing it. I oh, know. I think that to me, that's killing the ball. The way you're doing it, you're telling me there's a chance. True. Okay. Yeah. So to me, it's it's different. Fair enough. Before we go completely off the um, navigators, I just want to say I've just double checked. First of all, I've got the name of Black Horse um, 
ship wrong. It's the silent curse, not the broken curse. Okay. But um, we know Windfinder as a name could be a player, and Horizon. Okay. Is cool. Player. Just chucking it back in. But I, I must say, um, again, excited about Minor Guild action. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the Falconers as well. So well I mean, they're not far wild off. theories. The most inter- well, before we do wild theories, okay. the most interesting question I think you put towards him, which ties in season four, the navigators and everything else, was your last question where you said um, navigators surely are being released at a similar-ish time to season four because surely the rules design on their cards lean towards season four. Mm. So does that mean that the navigators are potentially being released at the same time as season four? And that struck Matt back and he was a bit like uh but it wasn't the same uh you get from someone when they're just trying to tell you no yeah and it was a bit that he hadn't thought of that yet it was I'm sure they have thought of it and they've absolutely played us like an absolute kipper but <laughs> that more fish joke. that's how it came about that's, yeah. how, uh, that's how I perceived it when he get, when he gave us his response yeah that... which if that means that they'll either delay the navigators or they'll bring season 4 forward either way yeah, I'm I, don't know. I don't know I don't mind I, I'm Ninety nine point nine percent sure we are getting season four well enough before salute the Maybe right. salute. Well enough for Steamcon hmm. that we can learn then learn it. And I, I just assumed because I'm sure they said stuff would be coming out at Steamcon because they implied that was it would the be. new the new system, but no. Which I would have really liked because I would have liked a repeat of the what you guys got at Steamcon one, which so is opening the cards and everything. Does that mean it could be Gen Con? Oh, that'll be a That'll be slightly annoying because... Three weeks at Gen Con, get your ninjas out. Yeah, that's kind of annoying, you know. Text your American buddies. For me, that feels like it could be the thing. Yeah, maybe. And it makes sense because of how big the show is. Absolutely. So I'm calling it the Navigators in Season 4 of Gen Con. Oh, that'll annoy me. Well, no, we might be, get, it might be a locker room. No, it won't be, will it? But, but then we've also got SteamCon UK is before SteamCon US now, isn't it? And you, yeah, it's a week before, is it? No, SteamCon US is before SteamCon UK. That's what I just you, said. You didn't know? Did I say the other way around? the other way around. I Steam absolutely Co- meant Steam, Steam Con US, US is, first. I think it's like three weeks before. It's quite oh, a long time. Yeah, yeah it's an actual stretch this time yeah. instead of boom, boom. To be fair, I think that nine killed them last time. Can you imagine how knackering that must have been? Mm. So, I'm trying to think what other infos did we get? At, absolute. There was that, there was that. That. Looked at the God Tier model. Oh, we talked about the God Tier story mode, which I actually think has been released today on the Kickstarter. Comments, yeah, the but sort of Kickstarter update was, was kind mm, of what we discussed. Yeah, Matt Hart was talking to us about how at a tournament you would get a story card. And it was quite fun, I thought. Like, Even I thought it was quite cool. Mm, I so was intrigued. Win or lose, you're advancing your story. Yeah, your, your own personal story of how your champions are going through. Sneaky Pete got battered again. <laughs> But it's, I think that's all been pretty much released up on the comments of the yeah, Kickstarter. Yeah, that's on God tier now. That's the on the Kickstarter update. But I liked it. it reminded me of the the adventure books. Turn to page eighty seven to do choose your own adventure. Yeah, that's exactly. And it is. I think it's all still up in the air that it's you know it's not really worth. We, we don't, don't know, know what it's going to be. No, no. Um, is, is that absolute? There must have been more stuff. Um, Angel submitted rage. Oh yeah, that's right. And got a finalist pin. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah, and that's the one. The rage was from Broken Toad, that is specifically. Yep, we bought the pipe. Well, I say we. Angel bought the piper piper bus. Piper bus is really nice. So I'm sure that yeah, I might get one actually. It's really Mm -hmm. the model when we open the box. It does look beautiful as well. Mm. Like they've done the rage bus. I think was just iconic. 
Yeah, it's just right. I, I thought the You're I, wrong. I thought the bus was it's just amazing. Lewis, mate. It's amazing. The Angel and Salt bus I thought was a really cool idea because mm. it was nearly a two for one type thing. It was a really cool setup of a model. And then the Piper bust surprised me. Mm, me Didn't too. expect that as the next bust. Wouldn't have put money on it. Like, at all. And I didn't buy one at all. And then we got back to yours and had a good look at it. And I was like, yeah, that's yeah. nice. That's really it looks nice. sick. But not your angel, but Angel Geraldes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I still watched him paint for a while. What was, it was really interesting. Because he does thing. I mean, I've got both of his Infinity books. But the problem with those is quite a lot of it is, here's step one. And you're like, well, I can do that. Here's step two. And you're like, well, I can do that. Step three, and I can't. Yeah, I know. Step three is I'm all over this. Step four is how the fuck did you get from it's, three? It's, it's the sound like underpants gnomes. Yeah. Step one's doing all the underpants. Step two, step three, profit. Is um, I've seen it where it's like um, how to draw a cat. Step one, draw a triangle. Step two, finish the cat, and it's just like a complete <laughs> yeah. picture of a like very well drawn cat. And a couple of times, it's like that. With, with his books. I, I can imagine. I mean, I've done on. Uh, I've well, I've done. I've tried to follow online tutorials of other painters that are probably not Angel for Raldo's level, but it'll be like pre shade. I'm like, oh, fruity. Yeah. <laughs> do that. Nailed it. And then it'll be like undercoat with a colour, and you're like, oh, I wouldn't have used this colour. I can do that. And you do it, and you get to the next stage, and then you're going, oh, building it up, and then they go, don't worry. This stage, all you need to do is, and then you look at it and go. Mine's fit for the bin. <laughs> like, literally, this stage now, we use the same paints. Yeah. Same brand, same name. It's it bonkers, doesn't work. Isn't it? But what what I found really interesting was the colours that he mixed in to his colours. So, he... I don't... In the time I watched him, I watched him do a face, which he first painted a luminous green, which was... Yeah, bonkers. I wanted to ask you about that colours because I wanted to try and work it yeah. out. And, um... There were some browns, there were some creams, you know, but he didn't, ha- he never got a paint out of the bottle and used it. Not one. I think he mixed everything. Everything was mixed. Mm. And that wasn't like, oh, I don't have the colour I want. <laughs> it was. This is a right. Yeah, so if he had the brown, he'd mix in a bit of the cream so it took on that tone. And then when he wanted to brighten it, he added a bit more cream. But it wasn't a completely different colour because he'd already mixed a bit of that in. I get what you mean. And he was adding green to pretty much everything. And it was a an illuminate... I forgot what it is. It was a... What black, was he painting? Uh, so we saw him paint a bit of black jaw. Saw him paint one of Rangosh's followers in a hood. And then... Um, the elf. Was it, was it an elf? I didn't, I didn't see him do the elf. And then he, I saw him paint a little a face off another one of the other followers. But yeah, the face like, and he also he he went light to dark. So traditionally, when I've done like faces and cloth or whatever, it's like dark, and then I'll build up the light. And he was doing it the other way, hmm. which is really interesting. He was everything was bright. And he darkens it. And darkened down the like darkened down the edges, bit of dark, darkened down, 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 down. Really interesting to see. Hmm. It's very different. But yeah, like all his faces had green in. All his browns and had green in, like blues had green in. It was, it was really interesting. And it, when you look at his models, he does have, it does seem that lots of colours helps. You know, if you're looking at, so his metals on his blacksmiths, there's so many other little colours in there, variations, and it does help. Like when I, 
I need a little bit of my blacksmiths. But on Furnish's shield, having when I added a little bit of pink and then suddenly added a bit of green and added a bit of blue, the whole thing just takes off. Exploded yeah, and right. came to life. I get that. But he's doing that on the like on a subtler, smaller scale. Yeah. And it's just magical. Yeah. You were doing it on a shield, he's doing it on a belt buckle. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. And you're going Alright. But the the face, yeah, he started. I can't remember what the colour was, but everyone was like, What what are you doing? Like people, there was a guy like, what are you doing? Are you mad? So he just painted it a luminous green. What was it that he, he said to someone about, um, you've just got to believe or something like that? that, was, that <laughs> yeah, so he, he was like, you have to be brave. He was like, you must be brave. <laughs> that was it. You must be brave. I love it. And um, he brave. wasn't, so it, he was effectively dry brushing everything. So you know, like, let's thin our paints and water them down. It was like, no. <laughs> It was like very, very little paint on the brush and just working it. So rather than... Working it. He was working that brush. Okay, fine. So he had like the hood and it wasn't just, well, let's paint it brown and like slosh it on and it runs into the recesses. He held the model and he had like a technique where it was like, uh, like a chopstick technique, like cut, hacking down with the brush, like bang, bang, bang. And he was just moving the model, so keeping the brush technique the same, but moved the model to meet the brush. And he was like doing like almost like a cross-hatching marker technique on cloth. And just sort of bright, and then went darker, but didn't hit the top edge of the hood. Then went darker and hit even less of the hood. And it just looked cool. Man. And it, it got texture into it. That was... Because people were asking him, why are you doing that? And he was like, creating texture. And he did that on pretty much everything. That was what his bag was, was creating this texture so everything wasn't flat. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Wow. Bloody hell. It's pretty intense. Yeah, it was. It was cool. It's I painting mean... though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like crayons, isn't it? It's like... <laughs> well, I super enjoyed it. Spraying a dip is all you need. When you said that, it reminded me of like super hands. Plumbing's just water Lego, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't actually watch any of his painting. I was walking around, salute, admiring all the other painting that was going on, all the painted models, mm. I should say, um, and trying not to spend stupid amounts of money. Mm. Well, you were very reserved this year, Barry. I was very... and it, I was very reserved. I spent more on other people than I did on myself. I don't know why I was so reserved. Oh, I won a I won a dead game Halo bag from KR, and I <laughs> forgot to buy the Fine. trays to go in it for anything. Wow, excellent! But I think they they missed the trick there. Though I was like, oh, excuse me, I've uh, sorry to bother you, but I've I've won a bag. I've got this bag. Oh, there you go, mate. There you go, no problem. And if you'd just gone, and what foam are you going to buy to put in it? Yeah, I'd have been. Oh, here, have some of my money. Yeah, yeah. I'll have. Uh, what goes in it? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, they just yeah. went, here's your bag, and then you could wander off. Yeah, it was like, that's happened. not it how you upsell. Come thing. on, KR, Jesus. I know, right? So I now know. I have to order it and pay postage. Side note, I, don't, I think there was a blog post going up this week. Did you see the new foam for Battle Foam for the Guild Balls? There's a no. racket. You can now one. get like bespoke toppers with your Guild logo. And, um, <gasps> oh, I the, like a bespoke. The, um, oh, no. Uh, yeah. They've got specific foam layers, like your uh, trays in the plastic model kits that are cups for specifically for 
the team. So they've shown the rat catchers one, which has the spaces for all the rat catchers. That is the scourge hole. The problem I've got with, say, for my blacksmiths is I'm putting them on scenic bases. Scenic bases. I will have to cut the Yeah, you fucked it, mate. Yeah, you fucked it. Well, to be fair, they'd just be an extension on the base. Yeah. Mm. That is effectively it. It's like sort of five... Five or ten minutes. The, the foam layer isn't just that. It's also got um, like, like generic holes and spaces yeah. and for as other long as your as long as the width of the scenic base doesn't overhang the thing, just cut down and you'll be all right. Agreed. And it will look nice. I think I will Which be investigating that after here. recording. Um, I'm trying to think of if there's anything we should pick out from Salute that was particularly good. The painting competition. There was some incredible Did stuff you, in there. Some of the models over there were immense. There was another Guildhall team actually that got a silver. There was a oh. hunters team, and no, there, there was, was a fish. A I, think, fish I think it was a fish team, and it, all the entries were phenomenal. If you need to, if you want to, okay, start again. Some people in the Guildhall community need to get to salute to enter their stuff because there are some very good painters in the Guildhall community that didn't enter their stuff that need to enter their stuff to do themselves justice. Agreed. To put yourself on that level with all those other people, just to be able to say you've entered, is a feat, of, a feat in itself. Mm. So I've played against players, and I know people that commission paint for Guild Ball, that they should get a team painted to enter in that cabinet. To have your model next to some of the other people's models is phenomenal. Some of the stuff there is insane, isn't it? Some of the freehand. I mean, Richard Gray, he's the guy that won with yeah. the Imperial Knight for the best in show. Yeah, it's, it's a siege knight. It's a knight lancer with yeah, just berserk level freehand. Yeah, do they still have the under 15s category? Yes, that's and depressing. It, it was phenomenal <laughs> as well. But it's, it's I'm so always better than I'm always think. suspicious because when he goes and picks up his award, and then his dad goes and picks up an award for a gold in another category. Well, no, I'm being suspicious. Neil, though. something like his, no, he's a very I'm good sure painter. I don't. He might be older now, but I know he's in it. It was sarcasm. I'm sure the boy did fine. <laughs> Sure, whatever, John. Um, just be spiteful, but you haven't won The salute, you know, anything else? The salute, the painting section was amazing. Got some really cool MDP stuff, like picked up all the AK interactive stuff. I can't, I've made my piece with Prodos. You made your piece with Prodos? You didn't make your piece with them at salute, though. It was like a week or so no, later. No, it was at salute. Was that salute. I did, you? you got I went up and got a bunch of stuff. Oh, it was at salute. Mm. Sorry, Should I thought have been it was No. Oh. I forgot to go to Modifius and go, wait, where the fuck's my Infinity? Yeah. Well, that's because you didn't pay for three waves of shipping. I know, but like I want my stuff. Um, we did buy Gasland stuff. Bought some Gasland bits from Zinge. Yeah, nice. Just crazy amounts like of Zinge. extra guns and stuff. And I asked them how you say it, because I wasn't sure if it was... This is Zinge. They say Zinge. I, I liked Zingy. I liked Zingy. Zingy. I thought it was Zingy. They liked Zingy. But apparently... No, it's spelled Zinge, isn't it? Apparently it's Zinge. Yeah. If you're going to... They like Zingy. If you're going to apply yeah. logic to the situation, fine. No, to be fair, there's plenty of... It's the English language, mate. There's plenty of words which are spent, spelled exactly the same as another word, or very similar, and they're pronounced completely fucking differently. I, I like so some of the zingy. stuff I bought off zingy. that... The Japanese lady I bought off the... Douche. The Polish fellas, where the box art was awful, but the model was beautiful. She's got a yeah. Godzilla. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot who they are. I think it's just War Gamer Poland. I think that's Somewhere. who they are. I, I bought all of the Art World models again. Oh yeah, Artworld stuff is good. These models are hand-casted, whatever. 
So he's going to be him. he's going to be having a halfling blood bowl team, I think, on Kickstarter. So, oh yeah, yeah he saw and we just sort of chatting with him, and I was saying, I love your stuff, but I'm not going to be on it because I don't really want another halfling blood bowl team. But I said, please, would you do an ogre one because. His ogre is like this, that, that yeah. scale of model he does is. It's so nice. He, got, he gets such character into his models. It's like, are they slick and cool like this rat catcher's box? No. They are old school and characterful yeah. and gritty. Gritty and lovely. And I'd love an ogre team from him. Uh, little The big ones, little nobbler dudes. That'd be awesome. Agreed. So I hope he does that. But yes, yeah, so if you like some character models, go look, check out Arc World. Well, one thing I would say is pretty cool. What was it? The uh, the sword, the, the 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 one where you can build your own, uh, like um, warband of any kind and just play the game. What was it called? The one with oh, open Gav, combat. Gav, oh, Gav yeah. Thorpe. So we were came to the end of the aisle, and I saw Gav Thorpe. Yeah. And next to him was John French. And I was like, "What? It's G Dub royalty. What's what's going on there?" And wandered over, John, John French walked away, and um, it was Gav Thorpe and a guy called, is it Carl? I'm going to go and look, because the book... I've read the rules, I haven't read the authors. This, this makes great Hold radio. the line call as well, Barry grabs his book. Open combat, Carl Brown. Carl Brown, there we go. And he's written and created it, and it's games development, it's Carl Brown and Gav Thorpe. So, in my mind, G-Dub's royalty. And uh, I, actually, I said to him, like, so, not being funny, but who are you? Because, like, you're with him, what's going on? <laughs> and um, he said he worked at G-Dub's back in the early 90s, and he's, he said his claim to fame is coming up with the fumble rule in Blood Bowl. Yeah. And I was like, damn you! But there's a lot of Blood Bowl in there, actually. Yeah, there is. There is some DNA of it, you can see it, but, in the game system. So I bought Open Combat Rulebook. Yeah. I bought the dice... And I bought Open Combat Swordmasters, which is the first splat book. Su- yes. Um, and it was just quite fun. So you, you make a warband, very simply, like a stat costs a point. Yeah. A weapon costs a point. There's no mess, there's no fuss. You know, and it's, it's like, just... there you go, play 100 points and then just build some shit up. Exactly. But what I thought was quite cool is you can use any models, yeah. anything. You can. I mean, it's designed for sort of low fantasy, uh, steampunky, medieval those sort of things and there, but there's going to be some sci-fi stuff coming yeah, later. It's, it's there's no reason you, you can say a, a bow and arrow is actually a, a rifle. A pistol, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Just stat it up. You're playing it on a, a two by two, small skirmish. Tiny, yeah. Terrain is very relevant because of bashing into it, falling off cliffs. There's so knockback is very relevant on attacks. It's terrain heavy. Um, he's, he's done it in such a way that it's very hard to max min stuff, so... Yeah, you're later, John. It's, it's like all for fun. <laughs> It's not for you. I was it's laughing at the you, Max John. Min, but fine. It's not for you. Uh, so was Dan. He, he's he got it bottled up. Do you not like that? No, no, I just think it can be Max Min quite easily. Ooh. You should write to them, because they like I was just doing it. about Min Maxing, but fine. I've always referred to it the other way around. But... Yeah, it is, yes. uh, it no, is Min Maxing. It is Min Maxing, uh, It is what I fucking say it is. But yeah. it's not, no, it's, it's not, not Definitely the other way around. He's holding the book. I'm holding the book, so it's what I fucking say Yeah, but that's not from that book. Um, anyway, but I would recommend people to check out Open Combat. I think his company is called Second Thunder. Yeah, and I think that's the website, secondthunder.com. But I was just quite taken with it, like with chats chatting with him and Gav Thorpe, and just going through a few turns and why they did it and what they wanted from it. It was just kind of 
old school and refreshing. So I quite liked it. Go check it out. Um, I think that's pretty much. That's it. Salute. Covered. Bought a lot of stuff, but not as much as normal. Made my piece yeah, with Kratos. Had bridges, bridges were built. Bridges were built. Um, what a KR bag. Got my rat catchers pitch. Oh, so more pitches. We've seen the more the rat pitch. pitch is really nice. We bought one for the club as well. Yeah. Nice um, pitch. And dice trays as well. Dice trays from dice tr- all something. Great work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it deep cut or is that only no. deep cut already do they're all the pitches. They've changed their pitches, yeah. Deep cut now do the pitches, so they're square edged apart from round edge. Mm. And you but think they're going to fray? I prefer the round edge ones as I think the square edge ones are likely to fray. Dimensions might be right on these though. Yeah, yeah on one in three. We can pray. Measure um, each time you go to the tournament and giggle every time that you're an inch. Not an inch, fucking hell, that would be bad. Yeah. <laughs> a mill each side. I think I've already got like four pitches, I think it is. And yeah, now I'm going to. If there's a blacksmith one, I'm buying it. If there's an alchemist one, I'm buying it. And who am I kidding? I'm probably going to end up buying all of them. It's just mm. dumb. I said that I just like the idea of like collage on the wall. I think they look cool. That's a large collage. I was going to say. You just hang on one wall. I'm not saying that they're all in a row that they don't have to overlap. Like Having them overlapping would be quite a cool thing. Oh, you've lost me at overlap. I don't like an overlap. Shared it. Fair enough. You, just, you buy one of each and you cut out the band in the <laughs> middle with the logo. Yeah. So you've just got like a 12-inch strip of each one and then you tie all them down. Yeah, all right. We could like make just make a, like a wigwam out of them. Yeah. We'll come around yours, we'll sit under the dining room table and we'll hang them over the edges and pin them together. Yeah, make it like a tea. Play like that for Yeah. <laughs> Sleepovers. Done. We <laughs> should say deep cut, have you got any uh like off cuts, off cuts <laughs> or just misprints and then we'll build a fort. Love it. I'm on board. It's Robert HQ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> da ow. Built on miscut <laughs> play maps. Happily. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kinda of our speed. What else? Well, was there anything else? Oh, there was God Tier Early Access boxes, and I got really excited when I saw the God Tier logo because I was hoping that I could buy more toys. But like, yeah, I've got lots of the uh, God Tier Early Access boxes and all the other toys you can buy. Oh, yeah, Fucking got them all. I just wanted more stuff. A cool model called Johnny Rocket, but I forgot the company, but that was cool. I like that model, actually. Yeah, it was a nice model. Just a really small, very delicate, sort of infinity delicate model with wings. Steampunk guy with wings, that was really nice. It looked quite cool. Um... Right, I think that is our salute roundup. We yes. tried hard to get info, we didn't get much, but I do think pieces. I think that season four coming up before salute is a thing. You heard it here first, people. You mean Captain Bird's like Captain Bird? Well, I keep saying so, it's because yes, I'm do. looking at a bit of paper that Ploppers. says salute. Plop. Ploppers. Plop. And I'm calling it that they're 2 2 and the captain's a damage dealer. Ploppers Especially seeing people told they were 2 2. If they have a character but, called Plop. But not that the I captain was a damage dealer. I don't think damage dealer. I like Dan's suggestion of a support captain, helping them, you know, helping them find the way. Especially if they Navigating. were astronomers originally. Yeah. Well, I hear you, but we're gonna. I hope it's windfire. I'm going damage dealer. You're going support captain. Hashtag team down. Do you want to put some form of? It's hard to like quantify it, have... but. Sorry, Carol. So do you want to put some sort of chocolate bar bet on it? Like the chocolate bar bet for rat catchers before salute. I don't know. Do I owe you chocolate? Yeah. Oh, fine. I don't want chocolate, but... <laughs> oh. What do you want, then? 
Nothing. Oh, then I'll make another bet with you. You can have all the chocolate you like. Double, double or nothing? Because yeah. apparently I don't lose. <laughs> That's when you build it up and then you claim it all. That's it, yeah. That's a mind fuck. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll chocolate my bet you that it's sport. Okay. Cool. And you want damage dealer? Does anyone else want chocolate bar for anything else? No, I think th- I'd like it to be a support, mm-hmm. so I'm going to go with support, but I'm not going to chocolate bar. No one on striker? I'm not gonna... Nah. Oh, no, I can't bet on a character play being called Plop. Sure. I think my odds would be too low. Boop. So now we'll move on. I'm going to talk about the rest of the, the exiles that we. that Matthew very. <laughs> what the <laughs> <laughs> it was the best thing is off the back of another mistake that Barry got annoyed about. And now you find an I'm sorry. safety mackerel. I just love what goes on. What if everyone is in for a penny? <laughs> so, for fuck's sake. We're such children. <laughs> so road to vengeance. So, so let's move on. We're talking about the two new exiles that we have just seen. And technically we haven't discussed Hemlock, who was re- released the week before SteamCon. No, we haven't. Or the Thursday we? before SteamCon. No, mm-hmm. we'd seen her, obviously, but we hadn't talked about her, because we hadn't we oh. meant to have seen her sort of thing. Yes. Cool. Well, who wants to go first? So we'll start with Vet Hemlock. Okay. Yeah, let's yeah. go in order of Because like, you've got some strong like. feelings on her. I think she's great. I think she's amazing. She is very good. Like, she's not super flashy, but I think... Anyone who's played any sort of Hunters will appreciate how good Midnight Jog is, or whatever it's called. Midnight right? Offering. Offering. Yeah. Midnight Jog. Um, Midnight uh, Like, she herself, if nothing else, has a 20-inch threat of, on goal. Yep. With two in? Three in? So uh, three in. It takes it? three. Sprint. Which is her two three, I believe. Yeah. She's, she's two, two three. three. But, I mean, a influenceless blind... Momentous tackle on two inch reach model in more. I love that. I love that. She's got a lot going for her. She's got dark bounce as well, like um, Burge. So when the opponent. Because she's not easy to take out already as a 5 0. I mean, after you take her three out, a couple of times, then. After taking three yeah. once. But the point is, when they do take her out, they lose some momentum, which is nice. But they gain two points. Yes, but it's nice. It's a nice little thing on top. It's a nice bit of icing. The only problem she does have is it's very hard for her to generate momentum if they do not have the ball. Because I think her next momentous result is but, two on three. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't generate momentum. But if she's uh, if she's not getting the ball, I don't think her influence on her is for uh, attack damage. But I mean, a lot of the time, like when you are running a blind character, a lot of the strength is momentum bonus time blind. Yes. Like I don't think because sure. you want blind to go early in the turn. I don't think you ever want Hemlock just to take three one dice blind someone. Because if that goes wrong, it's kind of... Yeah, awful. absolutely agree. Mm, okay, I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. From calculus point of view, yeah. I was always, I've got a bonus done this. Yeah, no, no, I, I do understand that. But then... It's also really nice that she can uh, move out of, like... She can move either side of the blind, which I think she's the only blind moron that can do it without the ball. What do you mean, sorry? Sorry. So she can move... Blind, throw the blind offering. and jog back. Yeah, she's the only yeah. blind model that can do yeah. that. Interesting, yeah, true. Because a lot of the problems with blind is... You're in eight. But I'm going to go blind gutter, but then I'm within eight and gutter, even while blind, has a threat range of eight. Yeah, it's no, true that. Get that. That's good. Um, I mean, we're not Mort's players. No, we're not. Uh, ultimately, Mist is no longer allowed. 
Yeah, as of now. Yeah. So I'll be saying. I don't that think any other union slots ever got played for Mortz. I think basically every yeah. Mortz player I saw was playing Mist. Yeah. Um. She's. I mean, technically the next best thing in the way that she's got the two inch. She yes. isn't. She's quite, better than Bone Saw. Yeah. Uh, she's got the momentous tackle, which he didn't have. Uh, with her the ha- jog... The having three, though, is a worry. Agreed. Two, three. And only but, two drives. Yeah, two, yeah. two, 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 two okay. Yeah, she is. But, yeah, I'm not saying... To clarify, I'm not saying it's the replacement. I'm just saying... She's if, literally messed. <laughs> if that was your choice and you liked it that way, I think it'd be interesting to see how she does, in a way, in that role. But morticians getting blind and getting stuff like getting midnight offering. It's it's some nice new uh, sort of place for them to have access to. Mm. It's a lot. Just, there's so what does Ops do now? Like because he can puppet master. He could be midnight jogged. I uh, mean, jog, midnight offered, and puppet master himself. I forget his movement stats. Is he, is he four, four six? Was a two inch um, channel like? So twelve. It's not bad, is it? You can go miles. It's an influ- it's influence intensive, but you can go miles. Mm. I think if that's yeah, I, I like, I'm interested. I like the Cosset midnight offering. Yeah, please Cosset anymore. You've got Pallage. That's true. It's going to be tough to ju- justify that. I, I think if I was, uh, I've got my Immors and they're fun to play. If, if I was putting together my ten for how I play them, I'm dropping Dirge and Cosset. I'm having Pallage and I'm having Valswall. Yeah. I, I, I really do think that um, not having Sikkim now... There's no point to the bird. Yeah. It's tough to take him. I mean. When are you putting two on him so he can single someone out? Mm. Even though it's like dicey. Yeah. When it's, it's on two. one and he's got six dice. Oh, you're assuming he's charging shot, yeah. That's, that's yeah, the only time hard. you can hit You can't hit him otherwise. If you were going attack two, I'm not, I'm not putting one on him for that. And why are you paying two influence for a single out? I mean... A lot of times I've seen Doge used to get the ball on yeah. turn one, which I guess... He's alright, yeah. he's good for ball retrieval or, to a certain extent, that, kidding. Yeah, the ball, that would then be said if Vileswan wasn't a 6-8. Is Vileswan a 6-8? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was 5 seven, It's the vindictive. We were talking about this, like, are mascots going to be used as anything no. other than ball carriers? So, vindictive came into play when I said it about it with Truffles, because Truffles has got knocked down. Yeah. Vileswan doesn't. Yeah, but Varswarm does have all right. Momentous two on three, but that's not impossible to hit on the uh, on the charge. And the Momentous double push on two is kind of handy. And I don't. Th- you're not going to be. Ta- I don't think you're taking no, Vet Grave. It's you're- turning an, an influence into a momentum still. It is, but it's also not negativing negative their inf- momentum. Yeah, the whole true. point of the reason I like the knockdown it's is because it. they then have to spend it. Yeah, like, the push fine. You're then changing one into one, which is fine. But I would much prefer to have the one on someone else. To do. Yeah, fair enough. But, but I get what you mean. Valsorn can do more with influence than Dirge will. Yeah, it's fine. And now you've got Vet Hemlock. You've got two players from the Rats. Your ten's getting cramped. Yeah, it is. I think he's Dirge is the easiest to just get rid of. I think Dirge is out. I think I probably. I mean, I personally, I'm only ever going to play Obulus because he's just too much fun. Um, I never, I can never get Bone Sword to work, so he's out. Um, yeah, and I then obviously you haven't got a Union slot to worry about anymore. So, not that I ever did. But yeah, it's, it's a cramped 10 for Mortz. But I'm interested to see her on the field. I want someone to, I want to play into yeah. her. And see what Absolutely. she, so she can do. So I don't think you're going to be like, wowed by no, what she I, does, but I, she's going to be consistently good. Um, and consistently versatile. Well, that's, other than Which is important. possibly honour, I think that's, all the exiles are 
well, gutter and are we saying then the gutter? Well, should we and hemlock? I was going to say, should we discuss all of them? And I, I think we okay. should rank them in power. Okay, because I see what you're doing. I think we should rank them as to where we think they are. But you've mentioned Honor. Do you want to talk about Honor next? No. You don't want to? No. Why not? Don't like her. You don't like Well, you're quite right. I don't think she's very good. And it's sad because but... I love the artwork for her by Douche. The artwork <laughs> is fantastic. Um, and she's got a really cool model with the dag. Yeah. The little, like, weird collie German Shepherd cross. But she's not terribly good. She she doesn't plant very efficiently at all as a planter, and she doesn't reap nearly so well as all of the reapers. She's not a reaper, so you can I know, but she's got moment she's got momentous two on two. Yeah. She's got momentous two on two, so you'd think, oh maybe she could do some damage, but not really, with being able to take three influence. I think if you're rolling damage with her, you're into a bad state. No, I agree, but I'm just wondering what what do you use her for? Uh, I think the repositioning of Harvest Markers is relevant now because of the farmer's nerf and There's how your position of that is far more important than so it was. So you think earlier in your turn, if you realise you fucked up and Thresher and Tater are going to be able to do their thing, you use her then? I guess. I'd str- I'm kind of struggling with it. No, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sort of attacking you there, Barry. You I didn't feel you were going forward. So you can slowly move your line forward. True, yeah. you can keep moving up the Harvest Markers. I do not think she will appear in competitive turns. No. But I think that says something more about how, the way that the farmer's roster has to be built in order to accommodate plants and reapers. Yeah, maybe. I do have a think she's going to be hilarious in the five planter team. <laughs> yeah. Because she actually makes plowman relevant. Because yeah. you essentially get to double plant off the plowman furrows with uh, the shift because it's still a place at harvest marker. That's a really good point. So you can place like six. So, so the team is <laughs> you see, you, you, you get drawn, shove the boot in the zone. Well, are you uh, sure you want to give out all your tech, Dan? I do. He's not playing this in Vengeance, don't worry. Someone will. <laughs> you, you, Listen. You get shoved the boot in, in yeah. your, 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 your game plan dealt. And you take Grange as your captain, you take Buckwheat as your mascot, and you take Plowman, Honor, Harrow, and Millstone. Right, <laughs> okay. And you can almost every turn fully load all but one influence. And then Everyone gets to do everything. And, and on, on the, the, on the turn, turn you know because you're playing what is essentially like a 17 influence team or something stupid on the turn before you want to shove the boot in you just don't care what the result is you take momentum because no one's going to have momentum and because with, you've got more influence and with range you go last and, you go and take down. five momentous knockdowns because you tried to sucker them all in on a poor little harrow moo ha ha because you can't kill any of the planters because they're all unkillable <laughs> And then, yeah, you go, shove the boot in. Everyone's got plus one damage. And then you murder the world. And I was doing, like, Momentous 4 and 2, and it's Magical Christmas Britain. Yeah, that is Magical Christmas Britain. But he's ruined it because he's taken Buckwheat as the mascot and Buckwheat's a Reaper, so I said it's not allowed. you got to have Peck. Yeah. Momentous 1 on 1? Has only got 1 on 1? Yeah, oh, he's got the knockdowns. Yeah, yeah Buckwheat's your reserve. And does three attacks. <laughs> yeah. And with all those fucking harvest markers you're going to have, he's going to be getting his free shit. I like it. I think it's funny. So I think she's fun. She makes Plowman slightly better, which is nice because Plowman's a much maligned farmer's player. And her playbook's really cool. And I like that it's like a callback to the honor playbook. Yeah. The fact that it's non-momentous at the top end. No, it hasn't got a top end. It's four long. Yeah, Uh, but it's (laughs) non-momentous at it. I like the momentous one double push rather than momentous one double dodge. I like them on two. And I'm also a huge fan that it's not like a page full of rules. 
Yeah, she yeah. Like, the, has quite another a, card for the dog. and There's quite a lot of text, but it's not complicated. It's just clear. Yeah. Like, because with the dog and how probably everyone in the design seminar would have wanted it, would have been like an A4 card. Yeah, it would have been a fold-out card. You get your honour card, and rather than turning it over, you just go... <laughs> unfold it until you get to your A5 sheet of paper cool. that has an honour extendable card, dog extendable card, and rules on the back for the above. <laughs> there was a fun mini-tilt, though, when people commented that Honor, who essentially has one working leg, is still faster than Granite. Granite is wearing plate armour. I know, but, but <laughs> Granite's a big lass. She should be able to move. Honor's getting better. Actually, Steely played Granite against her. I mean, uh, not Granite? against me, sorry. Played, played against Fine. Chad. And she actually worked, worked quite well. Yeah. Um, I do also enjoy that the... Make play- her a 3-2 naturally and give her a 2-inch melee. Uh, two in, mm, three two <laughs> fine. But, I enjoy the um, the trait. It's called Field of Wheat. It's pretty. It's pretty normal. It, it just looking on it. I just can't see. Yes, I get it in Dan's bonkers thing. Yeah. Oh, in the in but the magical I Christmas trait list, it works great. I just see her making a six. She doesn't. She doesn't make That's the what ten. We're saying. She doesn't make the ten, let alone the six. You just can't fit her in. No. Farmers have too much of a rigid team structure. And the bits that she replaces already have two of arguably the most auto-include models in the game. Like Harrow and Millstone. Yeah. And when she plants, she doesn't do it for free. And that's a big problem. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what more can we say about her, really? Lovely model. Beautiful model. I wish the dog got more of an innings on what she does. Next time, I want uh, on a model, and I want a blister pack of five different dog breeds. <laughs> and each one has trait. a different effect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, instead of fold-out cards, you've got magnetic cards. Yeah. And on the back, depending on the dog choice, you flip it to the back. I like that. There you go. That's Steve Forge sorting it all out for you. Write that down. JP2K18. So, on to Harriet. Come on, John. Um, I've said already, I think she makes my ten. But she makes my 10 for very situational matchups. I don't think she does Magical Christmas Britain that everyone else is banging on about. Um, I do like the fact she's got Mom 2. On 2. It's a very engineer thing to... Oh, no, wait. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but she didn't get the 2-inch melee, John, so... No, it's not still not the end of the world. <laughs> I've fucking lived with enough 1-inch melee models, I'm sure I'll work it out. But she's got the rest of the typical um, shit that you guys have, like... Well, she's got the four six kick. That's already really nice, but then that's pretty standard. The thing that surprised me is she's a four one with sixteen boxes. She's resilient. You kind of expect it. I, th- I expect it off engineers in a way. Mm. She's not Mechanica, so Ratchet can't fix her. Unless she hasn't you're got pin voice. Yeah, unless you pin voice on the legendary. Don't Fuck off. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck off. No, I, I, like I'm taking her into the teams where I think someone's going to kill the ball and outfight me. Which then yeah. forces them to do something. There's other. I mean, there are other ways to do it, but that's. I still am more confident in my. Because we've said this before, it's all about being confident in the models that you play. Yeah. And I feel I'm more confident in the other models than I am with this one. But for example, I take this into Corsair because they put the ball on Corsair and I throw a sucker punch at them. And it scatters out of this crazy thing. It scatters. Then if if I get a good scatter, I can really screw up their next plan. So. The free su- let's not forget the free sucker punch. She's basically got tutelage. Mm. But the free sucker punch every turn because she's going to be stood next to the ballista every day. Yeah. Free momentum. Fudunk. A free momentum sucker punch is very nice. 
She kept inspiring hat, as you expect, which is, but bon- again, bonkers for... Like, it's because you're, it you're, is the hat. The, the, the amount of momentum that um, engineers can generate, either on the receive or on the kick, is quite quite impressive on the first turn, compared to what most other teams are able to generate. Mm. Because yeah. you can generate it on your passes and on your range plays if you're playing Ballista, that's pretty impressive. That I'd like the Harry the Hat aura during the Pinwise Legendary. Boing, 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 boing. Bouncing around everywhere, all the momentum everyone's for days, engine everyone's engine. dodging. Wait. And on the one just before the shot, you missed the pass. Are you allowed to dodge on her legendary? I thought it's you couldn't. Worded weirdly, where it's kind of like Bone Sword, <coughs> where I can't remember which way around it is. It's either receiver or. If you pass the... to someone, you immediately remove the oil counter, and that model can't make a teamwork action. So the person that passes can dodge, the person receiving can't dodge yeah. so that person still has the oil counter so can still do something later mm. so for example Pinvice starts it passes the ball to Hoist Pinvice dodges Hoist takes off oil counter makes a pass Hoist can then dodge off of that pass yeah. and you can dodge around then you can move Pinvice's oil counter pass back to Hoist and then Pinvice can dodge again mm. Yeah. I know there was the discussion with, like, with the bone saw one because it kind of made it seem, seem like you can't use a teamwork action but then it was like this one or can't use yeah. it. So does that mean it's no the same can? And so Bonesaw can dodge, right? He can. Yeah. Anyway, back on. So, um, I like I like her. I like her, I think I like her more than you do. She's got momentous result on every column. Also, one thing I do like about her, which a lot of people yeah. are, I don't know if they seem to be glossing over it, but like you can scatter the ball without using the punch. Like it's just any damage she does. Yeah. So she can scatter the ball. Can she do it on parting blows? She gets from a close control. If this model um, causes damage to an enemy model that is in possession of the ball, yeah. the enemy yes, model can. loses. Well, where's the tackle? So you wouldn't do that anyway. Right? Tackle's, tackle's on two. Okay, so if you, if you fuck everything, if you, get you get one. One success, you can scatter the ball anyway. Or pseudo tackle on one. The other stuff looks cool on the card, but I don't think it comes into play. I don't know. I don't like the idea of engineers having disarm. I don't care about disarm being on three non momentously. Alright, but the point is it's in it's in a guild which The, mo- the model I'm disarming isn't doing shit already. Yeah. What what do you mean already? I'm tack five. For me to hit that disarm, that model is already knocked down, singled out, and is probably about to get ballisted. Like there's or you charge someone and hope you hit it. You hit it on the charge, frankly. Not if they death stance you don't. Well, no, you don't. no, you don't. If it's a four-one, so you don't. You don't, and then you worry. So but this is not the same disarm as this is the same as it being on one and momentous. Yeah, I mean, it's, if it, it, she's if it, right. even if it, even if it was non-momentous on one, it's on one, and you can fringe it, and you can get it, and it can be naughty. Yeah. This, it's not like someone goes into you and you go, Ooh, "I'm going to do a counterattack," and they go, "Ooh, I'm worried in case he hits the disarm." You're going. You're like, okay, it's a slightly worse than a coin flip. If you hit it, fine. Yeah. Like, I don't think it comes into play as much as anyone's looking and at it. And hoist oh, skill ball is two, two or one. Two. two. Yeah, hoist is on two. So I like Harriet because she makes hoist better. But the amount that I copy Burrow and the amount that I copy Nimble is just unreal. So to mention Blast Earth. For turn one, actually. Yeah, turn one. Yeah. I like the free character play. I like... Yeah, that a lot. I do like the free character play for a in the ballista team, especially. I think that's cool because I can see with Pim Vice, I can see them being separated quite happily. 
Yeah, I can't see them being near each other. So, whereas Ballista, you got that control, like, yeah, we're sticking she's together. She's got nine sprint. She's a six nine. Oh, she can quick. keep up with Pinbox. I completely get that, but I don't think there is a stage where you go, Pinbox sprints nine, Harriet sprints nine, the rest of the team trundles five. Or then sprints eight, but then I've just used all of my influence to sprint. Well, you do keep them together, and then she's the one that dislodges the ball. Or in prep for Pinbox being mm. able to charge something. Say possible. Maybe. Or it sets up the mechanical half of Ratchet to then overclock and tool up. So, <coughs> to clarify, I'm not saying she's as good as Decimate, to clarify, but she makes me want to engineer in the way that Decimate wanted to make me brew. Or made me want to brew. Yeah, sure. I can see it. She's in the 10. She has a place. She is good. Yeah, she is good. But I don't see her replacing my usual six. She might come in for... Maybe Velocity. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Tough to lose velocity, but I think you're right. Yeah. Because she's in her own hat aura, so you assume that she always gets the pass. Yeah. So Isn't it the same as Harry's, where she didn't, she can't... Other oh. friendly models. Yeah. It's even worse, then. No, even worse. That, uh, uh, John, it's, it's freaking good, man. It's very hat is awesome. Yeah, that assumes you can make four dice passes. You've seen me play, right? Yeah, but your shitty luck isn't any doesn't detract from how good she is. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I'll play. I'll, I'll do this. <laughs> Go nuts, mate. So we've got all the exiles. We yeah. all agree that we're gonna we're gonna be dicks about it. Honor's the weakest. Honor's the weakest. Yeah, my dad's the weakest. Yeah. That is all I, I honestly when they released them on a, I kind of just saw it more as a novelty card than I did anything else. That it was cute that they made the model. That's what I thought. I was the like, model's oh, exactly. so it's, nice. It's just oh here's the thing you did at Salute. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you got me doing it yeah, now. Steamcon. Steamcon. There's your thing. Enjoy it. It's a really cool little model. You know, it's cool. And one piece. Mm. Like, the exiles are generally one to two pieces. So, we're all Pretty agreed good. that Decimate is the best. It depends. Are you, are you talking about mm. in the vacuum or in the guild? Or I think we've got I to... think she is best in a vacuum and in a guild. I think you've got to take it in the guild. You've got to see what they do with the rest of the team. I, I, it's my opinion. Because they're going to be used with the team after all. So, let's look at them with their team. Dad Who doesn't agree best? with me on what I've just said. I think Hemlock's because of what like the utility that it brings. Wait, you're saying Hemlock's the best? I'm thinking that a good player outplays yeah. Decimate more than a good player outplays oh, Hemlock. I don't want to agree with you at all. Decimate does more for her faction than anyone else in the Exiles box. Yeah, 100%. Yes. That's a fair. But I still don't think it brings brewers from the bottom tier guild to an S tier or tier one. I think it brings brewers up a tier, but all the other guilds that she had a tier with also went up. Yeah. So they're still bottom of the pile. And now you're just like, I have to play around Decimate. And then it's still just brewers. Yeah. Yeah. I still think she's the best. I think think on raw power level, if you're not looking at the guild around them and how far they've elevated the guild I think you can argue Minx is more powerful Ooh. that's interesting because so that she's the closest you can get to a native 5-1 yep true her melee aura thing is one of the most efficient things in the game she's got blessing so she can do it for free or make something else do it for free um, she's got a trap which is free she's got a trap which is free and also helps protect her so if yeah. she's not a native 5-1 you charge in, set up everything, and then you're like, well, Rage is going to come in to me. I'm going to drop my trap between me and Rage. So when Rage does come in... I'm a fireball. I'm a fireball. And I'm going to Death Stance up to a sixth one. You, I think, I think from when I've seen her played three or four times now, 
the most brilliant activation she has is taking one or two influence. Yeah, it's great. She can do some crazy things with four, but taking one or two, walking into someone, hitting them for two, maybe hitting them again to see if you spike to like the three results or just getting a second momentum. So you're getting two momentum out of it. You drop a trap. You put up Mark for death with your blessing. You've netted out one momentum and someone is in a is in a sticky situation. So um, I think ideally you want to have two people in your melee. Melee, yeah. yeah. So then you force them to disengage both of them with a push. Because if you only have one person in Minx's melee, then they just activate and walk off. Whereas if you've got multiple people in Minx's yeah, melee, right. then they have to push Minx out rather than that, and then you're a 5 1 and you've got counter attacks. Yeah. And... The, the only thing that I found with Minx is in the wrong hands, Minx dies and therefore will look worse. She will do, yeah. So I, I honestly think just the walking over to Minx. Uh, Minx drops if the, the if the 5 1 doesn't happen. Drops. Yeah, but I mean, I think 5 1 happens a lot. It has done in the games I've seen it played. I think Henot's. Uh, You've got hunters which are a ranged damage faction. I, know, I get the premise yeah. of what's happening. What I'm saying is the bad player that will see it. I've seen so many people on turn one charging it and like charging to hit the mark for death and then wondering why Minx died because I walked through a Win trap. Win games so you don't play bad players. Um. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> I haven't played it at tournament yet. Interesting point. Don't want to be rude about him playing it. <laughs> I th- I do think Minx is has one of the highest potentials of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in the right hands. I, yeah, and I, I think we said it in the last one. I can't wait to see it on a person that's played hunters a lot, so I can see them bobbing the hunters marks off of each other, and yeah. that's just silly. Mm. Well, I th- I think I still leave honor at the bottom. Yeah, I think next up, and this is there's quite a gulf between these two. Is I think uh, Gutter is there, just because she's very solid good but doesn't she doesn't bring anything what's, what's the words on the call? I think Gus does more for butchers than Hemlock does for Mark's. oh you reckon okay the two inch play I also think she does more for butchers than Harriet does for engineers oh alright Harriet is a flex slot whereas Gutter is an auto including ox and fringe playable in for that that's a compelling argument that's fair yeah, see, I have to agree I think I look at Harriet's card and I'm much more interested in the fun I would have with that and the jank I could do with it. But I agree, a two-inch Mom 2 model in, under Ox. With four-inch cap. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's right. That is the way I said, I said to look at it. No, look at it as yeah. a model by model basis. Look at it what they do for the guild. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Gutter, Gutter does more for her guild than Harriet probably does. I don't know about Hemlock. I think Hemlock in the moors adds quite a lot of... Uh, well, I would put Hemlock above Harriet. Fair enough. So you'd say in terms of... Yeah, I do. So in terms of how they're ranked and what they do with the guild... Decimate. Decimate at the top. Minx. Yep. Hemlock. Gutter. Oh, Hemlock. Sorry, Hemlock. Harriet. Alright. And I bet people will slate that. Well, but, like I say, very heavily opinion based, but I, I'm purely taking Harriet for very, very I, fringe. The only thing I would be willing to concede on is Hemlock and Gutter because I'm not a Mortz player nor do I know many Mortz players. Sure. Charles Nurser, please tell us. Please message us, let us know, because yeah. I'd be interested to hear. I kind of want to switch Harriet above Hemlock. Do it. In your own personal yeah. sort of. Your version of it is the, the, the Barry edit. Yeah. Yeah, fair Directors enough. Directors. B1.B. Hmm. It's just any anything that can scatter a ball that 
efficiently off a model. I'm not sure if engineers are really worried about them all being killed, though. <laughs> Let's review our playbook of momentous tackle on one. And close control. It's, yeah. For me, it's oh, the, I want to scatter the ball off. I'll think it's much. the at range that for me is relevant. Ballista shoots you. You fall down. The ball scatters. Yeah, I but I want to play pinboys. All right. Sure. Yeah, I sure. just want. I just want to see. I want to see. Player, put some engineers on the table. Play Salva as well. No. But you're scattering the ball off players. If you're playing Harriet, uh, me and Dan had this discussion, so I think it's a really cool idea if your team is Pinvice, Locust, Salvo and Harriet. <laughs> I know, right? How unme does that hoist. sound? And Hoist, sorry. How unme does that sound? You're right, it's never going to fucking happen. But how cool is that? Oh, sorry, you've got the ball. Let me activate one of my models that doesn't give a fuck. Harriet, bop, the ball scatters somewhere. Deal with it. Or Locust is passing it. Salvo is getting it. You picked up with someone else? Hoist, bop, try again. We're going to do this all day, bitch. <laughs> Locust is going to push you towards me. It's all going to go up in the air. Locust I want in. I don't want Salvo. But, but that's how the team's built. But I don't want to play that team. But, but Barry, that's how it's built. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be that guy that every time they pick up the ball, you go, boop, nope. <laughs> it's on the floor again. Boop, nope. Plop. <laughs> but a great release overall, we all agree. It's one of the ni- nicest boxes they've ever done. Agreed. Model wise, model wise. Yeah, one of the best boxes. But I just kind of want, wish I'd. Now I've seen some, I wish I'd tried harder for Alks. Yeah, if only you just tried a little bit harder, Barry. Well, if I hadn't reported my games for, for engineers. Imagine what you could have had. No, right? She could have been a real boon to the Alks. I know. She could have had a range oh, well. knockdown. Just think. Oh, you don't. Would... <laughs> it would have been great. All right. Exiles wrapped up. Well done, us. What's next on the docket? So the next topic is tournament prep, aka Road to Vengeance. Yeah. Dan, this is your wheelhouse. Well, I'm not just going to reel off how I do it. I thought it would be interesting to get a myriad of views. We are all going to Vengeance. It is a large tournament. It is seven rounds. Seven rounds. Seven rounds. (laughs) Sorry, Dan's running out of power. Can we just pause it while we plug him in for a bit and wait until he's charged up? So, Dan. Anyway, um, I thought it would be an interesting topic to discuss how you go about preparing for a tournament, especially one of that size. Well, I've never been to Vengeance. You chaps all have. Aye. So this is yeah. by far obviously the biggest I've been to. I've got a tip. Don't eat the biggest steak in the pub the oh, night before. Because at some point, <laughs> you have to get rid of it. And, and if it is at the middle of game one, <laughs> you're on for an issue. <laughs> How much time did you lose on the clock? Eight minutes. <laughs> Eight minutes while he shat his guts out. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite bit was when you were like... I came back to the table I was like, who the fuck's been playing this game? <laughs> Look at their clock. <laughs> and it was a game called Sarah as well. It's which is like Sarah. a long game. <laughs> How did that game go for you, I fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Then I ended up coming out of day one, two, two. Yeah, but then texting you and saying, I promise I won't lose. Didn't drop a game day too, though. Yeah. Mm. Five um, 
But I don't really want to start. No, that's, I, a, that's I, a tip. Don't eat the biggest steak that the pub does because up north steaks are really, really cheap and it looks really, really tempting and it's really, really good food. But remember, stuff needs to come out. So play smart. Yeah, play smart, eat smart. Eat like make, a champion the night make before. Make good choices. Don't eat like Muesli. You say both, shitload of chicken nuggets. <laughs> okay, I can get on board with that diet. But, so that is a good tip. That is. Do we have any other tip, practical Gilmore tips? Um, well, mine is apparently just play a fuck ton of tournaments in the run up to it. <laughs> I've got a tournament every weekend between now and Vengeance. Yeah, you have, haven't you? Yeah. You cray cray bastard. Cray cray the best way. I've got, next week, I've got uh, Follow the Piper. Which is an eight man. Which is, yeah, it's three little hey, man leave um, him alone. bubbles. But it's going to be fun. <laughs> and to be fair, I'm in the eight man's. Um, is it a, it's, it's 20 is it sewer tokens? No, no it's it'll not. be normal. It's a normal it'll be There's 24 people going, but we're in three cells of eight. Oh. So it's, it's separated by long track tranking. Oh, is this. Um, this is Dan Shaw. He told me about it. I really like the sound of this, though. Well, fucking come along, man. If we get eight people, we can have a fourth cell. Anyway, I'm currently in a cell with Greg Day, Ross Tully, Charlie Culver, Dom Symes, <laughs> Ed Churchman, me, and two, I'm sure, lovely gentlemen. I don't know, I think. I can't remember the other team. So my group is pretty... But there's, there's quite a few names in there. I've so Greg's got that one. <laughs> It's, I mean, thanks for the vote of confidence, Barry. It sounds like it sounds quite fun. It should be a good but one. It's a good good group of people. I mean, everyone I know. How many people are on the reserve list? Don't know. But everyone I know in that group is a lovely guy. Mm. I can't. Well, this I can't go. Is this this Saturday? Saturday twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Yeah, busy. Can't do it. I was going to. Prepare I'm, I'm also prepping on Saturday though. I'm playing Warhammer 40k. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that should be that should be a lot of fun, and then. The weekend after that, got Charlie Culver's event in Brighton. Uh, Sunday, Blood, sweat and, Blood, Sweat and Beers 2. Weekend after that, it's Jumpers for Guild Post 5. Then it's Vengeance. And then it's Vengeance. So well, I better be fucking sure. brilliant by the time Vengeance comes around. I'm going to look like a white pillock. That feels quite good to tournament prep. Yes, well, my advice would be, which is hilarious and hypocritical coming from me, pick a guild and play it. <laughs> <laughs> Is the best way to practice. Glass houses, Dan. You are launching so many fucking stones. <laughs> Dan, who are you playing at Vengeance? I don't fucking know. <laughs> We've gone through and he's got four options. Five. What? I think. The list has grown since we got out of the car. I said hunters, maybe. You Far- know was the fourth? What? No, Far- I said farmers, farmers smiths, smiths, hunters, masons, mason union. Oh, yeah, fair enough. I think you should just play union. You could always play brewers again and play esters. Oh, I could. You could, that's it. Like an outbrewers man. Yeah, you will absolutely outbrewers me. I'll outbrewers Matt without a bit of death, mate. I do not I'm like not, this. I'll take that. I, you look at it like I should be offended. I'm, he's a much better player than I am. The claim. <laughs> look, I don't like this. I think Dan's a very good union player. I think he's getting a very good Masons player. Yes, but I don't like that he is nonchalant with his guild choice because I feel he is diverting away from. Oh, it doesn't matter. I think he should go union. But, but the thing is, but he I can. said it absolutely does matter. If you are preparing for a tournament, you should probably pick a guild and just ram games with it. Like yeah. we said in our beginners mm. episode, get a guild, play, play your guild, know your stuff. Yeah, so your pick stuff. a guild and start playing now. But I know my stuff with all five of them. It's fine. <laughs> What a boy! Ooh. I know my That's because you and me, we've got how many number one gold patches? We're Absolutely none. Oh, that's, that's right, right. yeah. No. We still can't win anything. Yeah, but you bridesmaids like fucking champions. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I, I think I've put farmers on the table once, it's fine. Uh, but yeah, Twice. fundamentally, pick a guild, play it, ram games, learn your guild. Be, know your cards without looking at your cards. Yes. And like, also know other people's goals because especially at a tournament like Vengeance, where it is seven rounds, you are going to 
it's not like some tournaments where you just like sometimes you'll just dodge fish. Yeah. I mean, I'm never going to dodge fish. But yeah, I was going to say, I'm always going to You'll only ever play fish. Also. But, like, you've got a higher chance of playing a larger variety of mm-hmm. players, funnily enough. Just because there's no morts in your meta doesn't mean you're not going to play them. Yeah. Is what saying. Which I completely agree with. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like I said, reading the cards and then reading the new stuff that's come out and just being up to date on tournament and play is my only thing. Road to, road to a tournament as big as Vengeance. You don't want to be called out for something. So yeah. just practice. And I think when you practice or when you play, I think this is just, I think I was on the um, Bad Advice to New Players episode, but have your opponent's guild cards out in front of you. So when you oh, go yeah. in and go, yeah, I'm charging this person, they go counter-attack, you go, right, so I know I need to take the knockdown because this person's got a double dodge on two or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You don't then need to go, can I have a look at the card? And they'll tap it to you and you spend 30 seconds going. You just look down and you go, or you even before you declare the charge, you look down and go, oh, if I declare the charge, they're going to counter-attack and hit that easily. So if I can, I'll just walk in and hit this or I'll do something else. I don't know what the fuck, but yeah, just yeah. have that shit in front of you. I have it on my phone, so it's readily available. Yeah, fair enough. But I just, yeah, I just play, I lay out my six and then I lay out my opponent's six. The other one that I was talking to a friend today about who was struggling with his 10 is work out your matchups. Like, you have a. If you know what guilds you're playing, like, say you know you're playing Butchers, you have a finite number of matchups or guilds, because you'd have to blind drop your captains into guilds, really. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you say, against, I'm playing uh, against Blacksmiths, therefore I know I'm dropping off. And then in that matchup, ideally, I want to play da 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 da. da. Uh, work out all the models that you kind of see in a lot of your sixes, and then work out which matchups you feel like either you're comfortable. I can play, say, the fish matchup without Shank, and that's the only one I'm bringing Shank into. Therefore, I feel comfortable leaving Shank at home so I can fit in. X other model that actually plays into two or three girls rather that I'm not super comfortable with but I would feel better off and use a spreadsheet for it because I mean everything's better with a spreadsheet really yeah I am not bringing Excel into my hobby you can fuck right (laughs) off but it does make it look like work I do like I do like the idea of turning (laughs) up with your guild ball case and a laptop someone going I'm dropping fish you go hold on I have seen people with large tablets everyone's like alright who who invited the fucking nerd like (laughs) Uh, at the 128-man toy soldier tournament. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. <laughs> Geek. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's good. I, I, I think uh, tournament prep is literally that. Just making sure you know your guild. Tournament, tournament prep, as tournament prep goes, sort your widgets out, get widgets done, proxy bases, don't pick up your models, don't be scared to call someone out and call a TO. Because yeah, have fun. what? Have fun. Yeah, have fun. But that's that's. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I know this is an alien concept to you. It's that's the same second... as winning. Oh yeah, that do, feeling yeah, you get when yeah, you win. Yeah, yeah, do do that. that all the time. Do that. And if all you're losing, sexual arousal. Don't be a dick. DBD. Yeah, yeah. Don't be Sorry. a dick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw your toys out the pram, John. Only the ones, just to win. <laughs> I find that funny. The one time we've done it, it was to your own teammate. The pundit that introduced me to the game. Yeah. I mean, that's what he did to me, wasn't it? That's awful. I think don't bother to take any tokens or anything like that like you don't need in your case. Maybe just leave them all at home if it's easy to 
keep keep it streamlined on the day. I tell you, my blacksmiths. I, know. I need a separate case for my token. I hate the way you play. Well, no. I've told you before. When when I look across the table and see the way Barry's like half of the table is arranged with like to- tokens and widgets and fuck just strewn everywhere. When you and me play, it does get quite chaotic. I don't know if he still does it. Have you ever played Connor Rooney when he has a pile of cards? His cards aren't lined out. It's just like a stack. He's like, oh, which shark? Oh fuck! What? <laughs> the first time I played Connor, he it was a mid midsummers. Sure. Yeah. And he, his like cars were literally in a pile, like one was below the other. One. It was mess everywhere. Oh, was... basically, when he takes damage, he's like, "Yeah, all right, tell it's, me when they're he's dead." He's in there. There <laughs> is. Oh, that would upset me. I like a mess. No, I've now. You, that's why you take so long to fucking find anything. Well, no, the other day it was just I didn't bother to get my tokens out, and when I see tournament and playing at the club. Is a very different. I've never thing. seen you really play a tournament. I've never played you a tournament, so I don't. I, that's fair enough. I don't know. I'm I'm a different animal. Wow. Barry gets <laughs> in the zone. Still lose, but I'm in the zone. <laughs> but I fucking I'm all over that loss. Yeah, I know what's going on. Uh, but I, I suppose I've just stuck with blacksmith since they came came out. Yeah. And just trying to... Yeah, I said I wasn't, I didn't. You, you've done a much better job of that. <laughs> yeah, it's all I've played. And then you got the best Christmas present ever. I really did. What about Desmond? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've just been just playing and playing and playing. The problem I have now got is that the last two games, I thought, well, I've got to try Anvil and Sledge. Yes. So I did. Now I love them. <laughs> Now I don't know what to do. You drop banish, you drop banish and cast. That's what you do. Yeah, it's just the the internet because we know it's always right. Spreadsheet is very much on board with burnish and cast. Certainly burnish as captain for certain matchups, which I completely understand. But I don't think it's how I like to play. And after watching you play, don't do what the internet says. Not in your game. Yeah, play what you want to play, what you like. I want you to be able to run over to my table after your game and go, guess what I did? Tell me, and I I would then hate to think of myself as the opponent. (laughs) I took I took a two dice tack where I needed to get both successes on a five one model because I needed the tackle. And I got. I love it. I just love that shit. Then I kicked the ball. He had to forget he had close control. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Flint's got close control, doesn't he? That was very just year one, remember that? That was fun. Oh, I felt so sorry for my Because you came over and you was like, oh yeah, and then I got it off Flint and like I tackled and then was, I thought I thought Flint had close control and I just looked at you and went, Flint does have close control. And, and then we, I, I was playing Pash, I think, at the time. I went, Pash, one sec, pause, got my cards out and went, tick, 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 tick. See? <laughs> I felt so sorry for that. He tried, though. Well, yeah. I said he did and he said he didn't, so it kind of his fault. And it's true. He was such a nice guy. But that's what uh, links back to our point about reading your fucking cards. Mm-hmm. Know your shit. Know your team inside out. At least you're 10. I've tried to get it to the stage now where I don't have to look at my card knowing the results I'm yeah. getting. I wish I could. The only time that you do that is I have to double check for the wrap because it, I feel like I'm in wonderful Britain land. And Christmas Britain. I, I can't seem to get, like, without, because I was getting much better. With my, with certainly, I'd say, four of my six players, I knew the play, but I didn't need to look. But Blacksmiths, I'm actually finding it weirdly harder to... That's because you've got every other thing on the fucking card to remember. <laughs> Two reasons for that. Or three, actually, yeah. One, like John says, there's a shitload more on those cards than there is on that. Maybe. The second is you've not been playing them nearly as long as you were playing your Alks. Sure. And the third is you play a greater variety of players than you did with your Alks. Mm, true. Even if it is generally... And it's bringing the library. Also, their playbook's like weirdly... Not similar they're, in but, any way. No, but they're very similar, but they're also 
absolutely not. Something like all the masters, you know, I have a double push somewhere, but like on like, some of them are like two, and some of them are like four. They've all got essentially the same playbooks, just absolutely not the same place at all. Fair right, I have a double. Push. <coughs> no, she has. I think she's all push dodges, right? Push dodge on three. Yeah, I was gonna say, I she has a push. Um, Fuck but I just seem to wrap with her. I'm always wrapping the three to the one. Three Don't to start. The one. It's great. <laughs> I love her. Attack Pelage. One damage. One damage. Wrap. Three damage and one Four. damage. That was funny. To kill her. Um. Yeah, I, I think it is just you the know, game. I absolutely told an entire lie. Every single master apart from Ferret has. Ferrite has their double push on the same place. I've just right. gone and checked. Three. It's all on four. Four. Every single one has the messed up push on four. Ooh. Sure. Did well, not realize. All of their books are a jumble fuck because of all the other shit on their cards you've got to try and, and learn. It's not because you're rolling dice you're going, oh, I wonder what result I've got. It's because you're trying to remember the sentinel, the tutelage, the this, the that, the everything chucking on top the, of each other. The trouble I have is the attack, when the tack doesn't match. So, what that's like easy, the, when the playbook's longer. When they're brewers. Oh, it, sure. But all the no, masters, the, no, it's the opposite. All oh, the masters are brewers, and all the apprentices are anti-brewers. Incorrect. Yeah, I think so. I'm telling you, that's wrong. Some of the apprentices are the same. Oh, okay, correct. But my my point is as well is and ones work not. for sound, sounding stupid. But picking up dice, I can then try and work out how many spots that is along with my playbook. And as soon as you say it's plus two net hits, I have to then check my book to see where I am, just because I'm. I don't know. It's just weird. No, I know what you mean. When I've played Blacksmith as well, I think there's a lot more setting up that you need to do. Whereas, if I run in and hit someone and twat them six times with Blister, I know I'm going, did I roll three successes or did I roll six successes? If I roll three, you're having momentous two double push. And if you're having six successes, you're a momentous three push. Hmm. Up to three and up to four, hmm. respectively. Yeah, P.S. I wrapped. I need to I need to learn more. Anvil is the only master who isn't a brewer. Correct. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Sledge, Sledge is tack five, but his book's seven because of the single. And iron six with seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I meant by anti brewers. All the others are anti brewers. No, Cinder's, Cinder's, Cinder's matches. The same. Bolt matches. Uh, yeah, Alloy, bolt matches. I'm pretty sure if people want to review their cards, they can. Alloy is an anti brewer plus yeah. one. All right, yeah, fair enough. And that I weirdly I find that harder hmm, when enough. their book is longer than the tack. Because I'm so used to, right, if I hit that, it's there. But I can't seem to ever remember the tops of their books. Because I never seem to hit them, I think. Just against me. Yeah, that was dumb. But the way you play, you generally don't aim for the top of the book. No, I don't. Which is weird, because you love a risky play. You don't like razzing it and hoping for the top of the book. Well, in the last two games, I've deliberately played 2-2. Yeah. Or gone for it. Aimed for it, yeah. Um... And so it's different. I just find it very hard to ignore the ball because the ball gives me four points. That's the, on a basic level, that's how I see it. Fair. You but, on Wednesday? No. But I've been trying to learn from John um, to try and be better at the fight game and to not always be bonkers. Yeah, that would help. I just did that for about a year and it didn't fucking work. <laughs> Correct. Sometimes just it's general only, momentum and using to heal. A little bit. You didn't heal nearly enough in your game. Like when you were playing against John and you were and you guys were just slowly getting diseased down. I'm looking at him just going, please. Well, I couldn't heal because I didn't have enough momentum because of disease conditions. You were playing weirdly. <laughs> uh, did I did I win? Did you win? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I didn't see the end of the game. Oh no, I did. <laughs> I won by being jammy as fuck. You won with a with a rap that should never have happened. Correct. John should have won. There's no way around it. But it did. 
Yeah. Dice games. Yeah. Dice games are real. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything clever other than just keep playing your guild. That's what I'd say. Clever's not really our jam. No. Not me and you, at least. No, agree. And practicing your first turn? That's a good one. I think that this is. is. This is kind of linking back to the bad advice for new players. Thing, yeah. But yeah. I do think knowing your, uh, knowing your first turns on the kick and receive is important. Knowing, I, your, knowing your distances. I need to be this part of the pitch to be able to do the pass that I want to do to dodge the person to be within range of the goal. Yeah. yeah. I want to be this far away from the edge of the board to always guarantee I can pick up the ball wherever I put someone. I need I to be this do... far away from the edge of the pitch so I know I don't get hit by Jack or decimate and punt it off the edge. Mm. We well, can't fucking plan that anymore. You can't be fucking eight inches in on the board. Yeah, it's got to be eight point one inches. It's fine. Something that was interesting is, like before the tournament, you said you tried out Amble and Sledge. Yes, you are also trying out Esters. Yes. So do you think before a tournament there was more incentive for you to try out the players that you have maybe been maligning for the last... I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Because Interesting question. I didn't used to rate Esther's at all and now I've played her a few games and I really do rate her. And I would play her in, in several different matchups. I It's I, oh, it's tough. I think I didn't play them because I was like, well, I need a 10 and I'm going to tournament so I've got to lock into this 10 yeah. and learn them. And then we've had a bit of a, a break. So I've been able to like oh well let's just try it just just try some new stuff but it was it right. was more that I didn't feel they fit how I played but then I didn't really think Burnish did Burnish either Burnish and doing anything for you or but anyway he's great I get that he's great and I get that she's great if someone's burning and she goes in and she's tooled up and then all this happens I absolutely understand it but I just found that the singled out was the the most important thing and then the yeah. free pile driver yeah it was mm. it was bonkers like okay. It was kind of like it was so. Black, it was Black so was useful. singled out. Fell naughty. Yeah. How yeah, much are you imagine. allocating anvil? Two. Two. Because so I, I thought it was quite. So important. you are threatening the charge. It yes. was so. It was more so I could get the knockdown singled out, and if things went wrong, there was a turn where things weren't quite so going my way. What happens when they're just not within five inches of you? Then, then I went for the um, while the iron is hot. Yeah, for the dodge. And it got like Cinder into range where okay. she wasn't before and stuff like that. So the two feels sensible. Sure. I think if you're putting anything on Anvil, you're probably best putting two on him to either threat the charge or do the Anvil. Uh, sorry, while the Iron is hot. Well, I was never really felt the need to charge. It was always just the walk in and. Yeah. Well, you've, you've, got get, you've got to get close yeah. first. I think I put, um, used this on him once, which was quite helpful and useful. But then when. Yeah, when I think it was Pelage, wasn't it? I got caught between Anvil at the exact oh. one. And then at Anvil, the exact half, two and sledge. of sledge, and it was like whichever way you go, you're in trouble. And then half walked yeah. over, and I thought, well, you I've got him now. Didn't pop the legendary. If you'd done the I, legendary, yeah. we've bloody. I didn't hilarious. pop the legendary, so I thought, well, he's got. She's surrounded by three players, and he was like, right, I'm going to walk away. And I thought, <laughs> from who? Got you now. So he walked away first from sledge and failed to hit her. Walked away from half, and I thought, well, it's knocked down on one. I can't miss that. Yeah, I did. Um, she just walked away from everyone. Furious. So I just killed her later. It's fine. Yeah. But I'm so I'm getting better at setting up those yeah. things, and I think those two players. I mean, it was just like the tutelage, knockdown, singled out, free pile driver, An anvil when he walks into cover. Yeah. Yeah, you can't dislodge him. Just. Ugh. It was nasty. Wasn't oh, it? you charged me. Fine. Fuck you're attacked, Alan. You're losing three of your successes. Have fun. But it was the singled out played for other players people. That was the relevant. Yeah, part. the death stance. <laughs> when you charged me death stance up to a three three, you went 
Three, oh, fuck, yeah. Three, three in cover. Death Stance, Legendary Furnace, four, three. Yeah. That face, and you just look at your opponent and go, <laughs> do continue. Uh, yeah, so on. that's interesting. Um, trying new models for a tournament. Yeah. I am effectively. That's a good idea. I did do it deliberately, I suppose, yeah, to, to know what I want to take to Vengeance. To open up new ways of playing. And at the minute, cast and burnish are not in my 10 for Vengeance. I think so. the, the thing we've said before, and I like about Blacksmiths, is you can have a 10 that's completely different to my 10. They're both viable 10s. So yeah. You're going to be playing half an hour every time. Well, so. that's obvious, because why would you leave home <laughs> without them? You've done it very wrong. So the, the problem is I've now played the, the receive game without Faris and Bolt, who were yeah. locked into my receive six for the janky way you can get someone else on the pit. The onto the halfway line. Yeah, exactly. And... Didn't do that the other day, you know, and I didn't feel that lacking, you know. I wasn't like, oh, I don't have that option. Yeah. So I worry about them not being in, but I think I've got to work out exactly as Dan says what matchups I feel Anvil and Sledge go into and what Ferris and Bolt go into, and I, I've given it a lot of thought already. And I don't know. I can't, I can't come down either way on what I think is best. I love his auto play, I think it's just playing more more games. It's just more games of figuring out what where you want them. Mm. That's all it is. Play lots of games against lots of different matchups and find out where you want them and where you don't need them. Mm. But at the minute, it's Anvil, Sledge, Hearth, Alloy, Ferrite, and then the Cinder slash Iron, depending on the kick receive. Yeah. So Cinder on the kick, or no Cinder on the receive to kill the ball, Iron on the kick, maybe. Yes. Mm. But then if I if I've if I don't have Faris, I can't do the janky quick time where I just walks up the middle of the board going. Rap, 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 still, rap, you can rap, still rap. Impus, impetus him. Yeah, but that the plus two means he does it outside because Ferrite pulls him the jog as well, and it's just bonkers. Yeah, I think you can. I think you just need to stop popping uh, Ferrite legendary. You only really use it That's to get a goal. Yeah, whereas using it to give the whole team more speed is nice. Mm. I think popping at the top of turn two. I, it's been so powerful though when I've just T1. needed that little bit extra. That's what I want to play. T1, yeah. If Blacksmiths are on their opponent by T1. I'm actually during the week I'm like, I literally just want to play off Blacksmiths turn one against different teams multiple times. Yeah, we're going to have a game. turn one day. Yeah, I like that. Here's how you start the game. Mm-hmm. But has anyone got to see anything, anything good to say on this subject? We already had some. Anything more good? So, forgive me. Anything further to say that is good on this subject? No. I'm tapped. No. I just thought it would inspire some interesting discussions as well, because I know like Matt's cramming games in, you're trying new things. I play 40k. Yeah, that's a disappointment. Yeah, a constant disappointment. What are you doing then? Because you haven't played for a long time, as you've said. No. So you're playing Maria Wednesday. Yeah. Are you going to be trying to cram in some games? I don't know. Are you coming to Brighton? Yeah. Right. Cool. I've got to play some games without Ben Decimate. I've got to remember how to brew without Ben Decimate first. Why? Why? Because I've got to play three tournaments because before Vengeance without... Because Brighton don't have Decimate as oh, legal. Why? For, because she's not on the 18th. Yeah. So I've got to follow the Piper. Um, just play the fucking rat catchers, mate. Just take him on pain and just go, yeah, we're going to rat catchers. Play anything else. Get my, get my blacksmith paint out. But you, no, you've got to play your brewers and yeah. brew. Remember how to do actually work out which matchups you want Esther's for. Yeah, that one's important as well. I think all I've, got, of them. I've got three where I want her at least, possibly two more depending on how I want, depending on certain things. It's a bit weird, but 
I don't know, it's an odd one. I charge, momentous knockdown stagger. The result. The result. The result. It's not decimate. Yeah. SL. Decimate, you want it in every matchup. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I was. Decimate's bigger then. still in every team except for Vets Bigger comes in against Shark. Because goading Shark is funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. I hate. I've never. I, I think Friday's in every team as well. Yeah. I don't know. I think I can drop her sometimes. I think Friday's insane. She's got a 20 inch threat range. Yeah. He's not wrong. He's not on. It don't matter if the ball's on the other side of the pitch behind a wall of horrible players. But I quite like just standing there and having like five people just beating the meat. She had it. <laughs> Title of six day? That one actually just works as a, as a thing. Still Title yeah. of six day. That's kind of sad though. That, yeah, that's all that may, may be accurate as well. And on that note, please do Roll better. (laughs) We didn't get to say it. It's officially finished now, isn't it? Yeah. You are so close to unlocking Fanava, Lord of Mirages, and his followers that we have decided to add him free to every backer's page. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> We're getting the stabby elf. We all do it. I can't wait to see the vendors for that. To be fair, when it comes to like the social targets they had for it, everyone was smashing it. Mm. And we can't be completely responsible for how many uh, actual backers they get. <laughs> I looked at those and thought that'll be fine. I just never the way in Yo-Yo, I never saw the three fifty being a thing. There's a couple of painters that were online all on the Instagram saying that they'd kick started it. The seventy nine pound pledge just because it was good value for those scale models. Mm. To be able to It's uh, like two quid a model it works out as. Now that all those No no, they're there. just saying it for the like the inverted commons fifty four mil, even though yeah. they're not. And as we, as we said, like salute. Um, it was so much nicer in the flesh. Mm-hmm. But it was the. F- I don't think I've said this to Dan, but those were 3D printed as well. Were they? Oh, they might be. The better one. The ones in the cabinet were 3D printed plastics. Oh, okay. Half tusk wasn't missing one of his tusks. He was tusk. Oh really? I don't know if you looked. Yeah, half tusk. I he wasn't notice. missing. So on the render, he's missing his left hand tusk. Hence, or half of it rather. Hence. Half tusk. But in the 3D printed one there, he was like missing a little, he, like, he was missing the tip. Share it? But yeah. 
Like the like right at the end of it, it was a little bit off, but it was not anywhere near the half that he has in the um in the render. Yeah. So it was like full tusk, which well, is worse, much worse now. For me, what was totally boring. What was interesting yeah. was the followers. I think the followers are nicer models than the big ones. Absolutely. Like, Each well, one of them is like character, 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 yeah. character, mm. character. And I, because Apart from like the Grimshala puddles. Yeah. Still, it still makes me really like uncomfortable. Well, to don't you like the little water sprites? I'm not a massive fan of those. I really like the new water sprites. Oh, I, I thought that's what you were on about. No, no, I'm talking about the uh, Grimshala's puddle people. The puddle people. Effluent puddle of effluent rather than water. They're like, like puddles of zombie crap stuff. Grimshala, which one's that? The fat. Oh, right. the massive Grimlash. So, I want to know what the deal is with her arms. Because, honestly... She's got four. You, yeah. yeah, I know that now. I thought it was two arms and two very, very low-hanging boobs. With, with a tassel on the end. On the end. No, I thought it was a tassel. <laughs> oh, you thought like Vegas showgirl tassel, like burlesque. And it wasn't until I saw it up close, I went, oh, it's an arm. Can you imagine <laughs> the burlesque show where she comes out on stage? <laughs> Jesus I, Christ. I can't. I hope they take vomit as a tip. <laughs> you in the wrong country. But I want to know if she's from a race of people that have four arms, or if she grew another two arms as part of her mutation. I mean, if you'd be pissed off, wouldn't you? <laughs> Everyone else is running around, bang, which is like, Rawr! Everyone else is taking god tears and what? becoming look like they're on steroids, and she's like, I found one. Fluff-wise, <laughs> she doesn't have the stuff to ingest the god tear. Mm. Everyone else is like gifted by the gods, and they take the god tear, and they're like, Yeah, I'm fantastic. Where she doesn't have that, and she's, she's a sort chosen one. She is what happens when it goes wrong, essentially. Oh. But she's got enough know. darkness within herself to not die outright. Maybe she is from a race of people who have hands on their boobs. So it'd be really useful if instead of nipple, like bed the hand. fluff. Yeah, probably a good idea, John. Mm. You know, you guys who did the early access kit. <laughs> And I'm supposed to do play testing and haven't put it on the field once. Most of your miniatures are still in pieces. Um, you should mine, be ashamed of this. That's where they should stay. Those miniatures are not designed Mine were fully together. assembled the week after I got the pack. Alright, fair enough. They went back in the box. Yeah, and how Richard pulled what was essentially an all night. I mean, Richard pulled. <laughs> Richard and I. No, it was Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I got like halfway through doing half of them. I was like, Richard, I can't do anything. It's all rubbish. I am not made for Nothing to hobby. works. <laughs> Are we boring you with our nerd chat, Nico? No, I'm enjoying the low-hanging boots. <laughs> I mean... Pendulous. Yeah. I would describe them as pendulous. Not just low-hanging, pendulous. With fingers. It's like a metronome. Imagine a boot that gropes your back. I mean... For me, I really need to know if she's got four arms before she got teared up. Before she started hitting the crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Not even once. Not even <laughs> once! <laughs> I want to see the before and after. She's juicing. Absolutely juicing. <laughs> Can we call this episode in loving memory of Dale Winton? <laughs> no, I don't know where that went. What the fuck is I'm, wrong with you? I made Dan spit something out. <laughs> it wasn't a snob. I don't oh. know where it went. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Where you did that come okay? from? Well, he's dead. <laughs> I just thought I he... understood that <laughs> premise. I just I thought just... it'd be funny. Just... How is it relevant? It's not. That's the point. Okay. <laughs> 
Like, it's not relevant. We're not going to mention him at all. Edit this bit out. I just want the episode to be that... called In Loving Memory of Dale Winton. I don't know what to say. I'm confused. <laughs> Did he die of crystal meth? or No! I don't, well, I don't think so. I haven't read the corridor. It seems report. unlikely. I'm going to play. Who is he? Dale Winton. Supermarket Sweet, mate. I know the name, but... A very orange TV uh, presenter. Oh, flog it. No, no. <laughs> Wrong orange. <laughs> That's David Dickinson. <laughs> I had a deal there. No, the guy that... Do you, did you have a supermarket sweep when you were younger? No. Oh. Um, I loved that show. I Not showed really up. Funny. Oh, every day when I was a kid, and I used to watch supermarket sweep, the only thing I could think of is if I was running through Sainsbury's and I saw an inflatable banana, I was ripping that sticker off <laughs> straight away. <laughs> You know, what was it? You were allowed maximum of was it five items of the same thing? Mm-hmm. I think it was five. Oh, three. Right. But people were no, stupid. You're 100% no right. one played tactically, and it used to wind me up. Now, if you knew you were going on there, you'd have spent the week before, maybe two weeks before, plotting your route, hmm. plotting what you were grabbing. No, I don't even need to be that dumb. Where's the electrical goods? Yeah, batteries. Cool. Five PlayStations. Yeah, I don't know if PlayStations was a thing on it, but cheap. Sure. TVs, radios, anything that I can sell. Nothing bulky. Yeah, and you'd see people like picking up bags of crisps. Phones. They sell phones sometimes. Not back then they didn't. No. Not when I watched it. Yeah, that's a good point. I've got... I, I, he also hosted a show I've mercifully only ever seen, I think, one episode of. Which was Hole in the Wall. Where that foam wall came towards yeah. you with a uh, Hole in the Wall's good fun. I've only seen it the one. Bring on the wall! I told you about Touch the Truck, I think. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't believe that was a thing. It's genuinely a thing. Get like six... To- Pardon me. I'm just... I've got the hiccups now. It's gone down the wrong hole. Share it. Can I clarify? Did... Because I'm struggling to see the entertainment value. So you've got a truck. There and was no entertainment value. It's oh. literally what you are imagining it to be. So there's no combat sport, like... No, <laughs> it's not... Are- People are sat on the floor or standing, their preference. You're not allowed to sit down, you've got to stand. You get like a bathroom oh, break sorry, once, like once every couple of hours, and then once every few hours you're given a slightly longer break to get like uh, like use the toilet and get some food. But it's like it's like five minutes every two hours and fifteen minutes every six, that sort of thing. What's this? Touch, Touch the, truck. the truck. Like eight people stand around like a pickup, put a hand on it, and then the last person with a hand on the truck wins the truck. But you're not allowed to like shove other people off it, you've just got to not take your hand off the truck. I, it's exactly as stupid, tedious, and incredible as it sounds. So, how when they're filming it, is it like a few cameras on each different piece? It's like Big Brother. It's like there's a couple of skill right. cams set up. I was going to say, so they might have a conversation about X, Y, or Z. Was there ever any like cerebral assassin tactics? Like, oh, absolutely. How does that, how does that play? And cheese with fake hands. Steady on. <laughs> you just leave your fake hand on the truck. and just... We'll just turn up with a bit of super Semantics. <laughs> You've got to be attached to the hand, I think. Does it say that in the rules? I don't know. I've not read the... the you would have been a great person for Touch the Truck, though. The mid-season plot twist. Also, doesn't that mean you're denying people in wheelchairs? If you have to stand. <laughs> I don't fucking know about it. I think this was before the time of worrying about that. Okay. So... Oh, I assume this was like something that was going on now. No, this what? was like in the 90s. Oh, right, okay. What, what I'm interested in... What I'd be interested in... There's any abled body pe- uh, non-abled body people on Supermarket Sweep, that's for sure. What I'd be interested in is knowing if... Like, what the tactics were. Like, was it just like, well, I'd give up if I were you? Or was there like, I, I 
dig to your account and I'm going to kill you if you don't go. Like, how far did it go? I'm pretty sure was your wife and kids. Did you leave the oven on? <laughs> how was your wife, Louise, and your son, Ben, at sixteen at 681 <laughs> Evergreen Street? <laughs> how do you know all this? I mean, it's not enough to make me want to watch it, but... There's no reason to watch it, Barry. It was so, like... You can watch a five-minute summary of the whole thing in you, on YouTube if you really wanted to. But there's brilliant ones of people like standing talking to each other and they forget they've got to have a hand on the truck. So they start gesturing with both their hands, put their hand back, and then the show organisers will leave it an hour. And then they'll go up to them at the next bathroom break and say, By the way, at uh, 6.14, you took your hand off the truck. Here's a clip. You've not loaded up. You've oh, never yeah. loaded up a clip. This Shit was Elvin. Yeah, no, I don't. Can I see? Oh, this is just a fact about Dale Winton. I was oh, I thought it was. I thought there was actual trucking. No, I actually there. searched "touch the truck" on YouTube and couldn't find responses. In this day and age, if you Google "touch the truck," I quite, I'm quite scared what might come up. Admittedly, there is "touch the truck" part two: the lunatic community of touch truck truck touchers. <laughs> <laughs> Along a Penine Valley Road and at the end of the Penine Hill, find a tiny lunatic community of truck touchers. That sounds like it's gone <laughs> sexual now. That's what. That is the thing about the internet, isn't it? Rule 34, mate. <laughs> What's rule 34? Rule 34 is there is porn of it, no exceptions. If it exists, there is porn of it. No exceptions. I, can I ask, whose rules are these? The, the rules of the internet. And, but. Forgive me, but someone must have had to. No, no there was a internet, Barry. <laughs> Anonymous. It is known. So Poor chap. Did an AI write this down? It is known, Barry. I'm now very curious to, to know what rules like 33 and 35 are. There are. You don't want to know these rules. <laughs> well, I do now. Mm mm. In the deepest, darkest depths of the internet, lurk some very bad people. <laughs> Most of them on a random posting board. Especially 4chan. And Reddit. No, it's 4chan. The board that they all lurk on is oh, yeah. B, which is random. Sure. There you go. <coughs> right. Sorry. Had to happen. Tuck it into a whisper. I have a grilled chicken and be good. Give me that whisper. <laughs> well, it's got holes in it. It's not real yeah. chocolate. It's aerated. It's basically, uh, to be fair, that is the chocolate bar equivalent of a carbonated drink. Air bottles, eh? Well, well where <laughs> does an aero stand then in your well, sister, though? I love an aero, but more bubbles than a whisper. Yeah. There's almost as much cavity in an aero as there is chocolate. <laughs> I think that's harsh, but fair. <laughs> Have you seen the Millionaire's coming back with Clarkson? What? The host. He's presenting who wants to be yeah. a millionaire. No way. Yeah. That is going to be funny. <laughs> I or it's I really not. Well, and you're going to expect it to be funny, and it's never going to be funny. You might be right, actually. He might have to, he might have to behave, and yeah. it'll be really tedious. Now, if he plays his character, when someone, you know, like, is it A, B, C, or D, and everyone and their wife knows it's A, and, he's and they say D, the right, and yeah. I hope he just goes, you're an imbecile. You're an absolute imbecile. Get, Get off, off my the chair. Yeah. You should be taken in front of your family this and shot. This is the easiest question in the world. <laughs> no, no, no. That's how you say it. This is the easiest question in the world. Get the pause. I, mean, I didn't really... I thought you were fine, Dan. Whatever. 
fine. I'm going to back you up on that. No, I don't want to be backed up anymore. <laughs> Share it. We're <laughs> back on Dale Winton now. <laughs> Why Dale Winton though? So many other people have died this week. Glenn Troyer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mini me. Avicii? I love that film. Like, I think Nicola will attest, but Austin Powers is a great, such a, I didn't recognise it, but it's such a big part of like my life. The guys I was hanging around with like when it came out and stuff, and we went to watch it at the cinema a couple of times and like saw it on DVD, and that just became our language. Just talked like, just talked like Austin Powers for years. I feel sorry for you, Nick. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't annoying at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty tragic. Bonjour, no boys. <laughs> just loved it. Through that, I do, I do still use twins, Basil. Twins. Yeah. <laughs> Evacuation That's comp. Evacuation comp. Evacuation comp. I love it. It's an old gag, but it's a good one. It's what we're pissing all the time. It can't stop. That is evacuation comp. Love it. I love those films. Not the third one, I saw but oh, first two. I should watch. I might watch that. It's a bit dark. Calm. I used to. Oh my god! I used to say that. I've got a whole so bag of sh- with your name on it. <laughs> I don't think I could go five minutes without saying that. Oh, Machine yeah. gun jubblies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> a little too realistic. I was so excited. Yeah. I nearly tipped tip my play over, mate. Sorry. No. And then Avicii died this week? Yeah, I'm, I've got to be honest. I wasn't really aware of him. A musical sensation? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What yeah. happened? He died. <laughs> Thanks, I don't think they've officially released nothing yet. No, just, he's 28 years old. Okay, he died. He had some major surgery he when he pancre- was like 21. He I had think. pancreatic thing and got warned not to drink. Yeah, I but apparently he liked to drink. Yeah, really. What 28-year-old what, what DJ would go to a club and go, "No, I have a I'll tonic." Just have, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. "I just have an orange juice." <laughs> <laughs> if I'm wrong, I apologise, but I'm confident he came out. I can't I don't know what the hell I was looking at to get this bit of information. But I'm sure he was addicted to masturbation and pornography and found it hard to go out of the house because he was just too busy with other things. Quite potentially, but if he's died from that, then fucking hell. Well, wow. You might have pulled it off. <laughs> Dehydration. <laughs> Content. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Yeah. Bye. Love you. So is the title for the episode now Avicii dies of dehydration by masturbation? Or no, Avicii dash... Dehydration by masturbation rhymes off. People love stuff that rhymes. I was thinking more... I mean, this is getting edited out. You know this, right? <laughs> this is just going to be like a, ten, a 20 minute block on the end of the episode of just this. If you support us on Patreon, you can have our unedited, <laughs> <laughs> you can have our unedited episodes. <laughs> Oh, support us for the, the shit that no one should hear. <laughs> <laughs> Pay money, get worse content. I actually thought that we should name this, like if we do do Dan's segment of tournament prep, name it to do with that, because the episode that has gotten the most downloads was the one that was actually Named helpful. appropriately. Yes. I'm going to break into your house and I'm going to edit this and rename it In Loving Memory of Dale <laughs> Where did that even come from? I just thought it was funny. <laughs> No, maybe you're not a stand-up comedian. (laughs) (laughs) Much call for comedy in the world of uh, industrial, shall we? Sorry, is there much call for comedy 
in the book. Did they have much cause for getting questions wrong? So you have, uh, that was a, a, a reference in my head to Pete, not Pete, so uh, that mentioned on web look. Oh, I never really watched that. Do you not? Uh, I think there was the one sketch I really liked with the Nazis when it was like, are we the, the first one. Hans, are, are we, we the, the bad, bad guys? Or? I love that. I liked Peep Show, but never watched Peep Show. Peep Show's fantastic. I worked very briefly on Our Men, which is a show about them being ambassadors in Russia. I never actually watched it. Did you get to meet them? No, it was weird. Like, I wasn't working on it properly, but uh, they were... I think some scripts had changed, something had changed, and they needed some stuff quick, and the guy that they had employed couldn't just physically couldn't do everything, so they just rolled me up, and I just went in and just did some stuff for about three days later. And I did some. Ener- I remember doing an energy drink called Ibex, a Russian energy drink. Ibex. I did a crate of those for them. I, I found an energy did. drink when I was in Croatia called Black Sex Energy. <laughs> Brilliant. The best. That was the best named energy drink. I feel before. that's like that could be the title of your album. <laughs> <laughs> my first. Uh, my my debut. Yeah. Black Sex Energy. And then you get Adam Devine to play you in the video. <laughs> I'm not Adam Devine. You are literally Adam Devine. I don't see how you can argue I that. think they're more unfavourable. Are you Googling Adam Devine now? Again, every time, Dan. It's him. I think there are more unfavourable comparisons, so I'll take that. Okay. I think, I mean, so? to say it, I, just to clarify, I actually really like him. So when I say it, I don't see comparing me to someone you absolutely detest. <laughs> yeah, you I might say that personally. I I enjoy his comedy stylings, and I just think you are him. He is you. Should we record again? <laughs> oh yeah, sure. I've genuinely forgotten. We're still recording. I mean, this is on content, right? Harry, <laughs> you're gonna have to do so much fucking editing. Actually, no, you're not. It's gonna go clip, clip, done. <laughs> Correct. <laughs>